0: Hello and welcome to the Ham Radio Crash Course podcast. My name is Josh, amateur radio call sign Ki6naz,
1: and I'm Leia kn 6 nwz
0: And today, we're again going to talk about ham radio, among many other things. Come along with us, won't you? So, Leia, how was uh, your week, or how's your week going so far?
1: It's been good. Uh, you have one day commandeered my car to go to work.
0: Correct. And I, then I ended up staying home today because the car was not done, even though we were told it would be done. And we mm. waited and waited. It's definitely a bright spot. When I get to stay home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very nice. I got a lot of stuff done, which is always really, really fun for me.
1: But not having a car when I am at home, mm-hmm. even though I have no intentions of going anywhere, <laughs> the fact that I can't. Makes me feel trapped.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I imagine for, and to put it into perspective, I know everybody, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, that makes perfect sense. Uh, in, in Southern California, you drive everywhere. We don't. Right. I mean, you can take public transport, but it's like, it takes a long time. Our neighborhood to get is
1: semi-walkable.
0: I could. There are some places right. that are semi-walkable. That's true.
1: But. There's no way I'm taking the kids out for a walk in the heat.
0: Right, right. I I agree with that. Yeah. So anyway, um so for that, yeah, it's pretty interesting. My um my Nissan Leaf started doing a a thing where when I'm taking a a right turn like on a transition from one freeway to another and I'm doing yeah, 45, 55, somewhere around there, the uh the left front wheel just straight up catches, like locks up. And after talking to the technician, it sounds like it's a anti-lock brake thing that's freaking out so they're working on it likely a replacement of the lower control arm for the front left side and they had to do an alignment some other fun stuff so yeah. anyway we'll sort it out and i'll be back on the road with my nissan leaf so yeah right now I, i'm not really playing ham radio as much as i normally do because I, I do that in the car most of the time so yeah so it's just been playing around with things at home getting ready for the live stream which is going to be fun and is actually kind of a reference to our ham radio minute so thanks, everybody, for coming out to the Ham Radio Crash Course. We would like to kick things off with the Ham Radio Minute.
1: It's Just never a, a minute.
0: It's never a minute. Just a quick little kind of tip and thought on kind of my journey through Ham Radio. So today's Ham Radio Minute is get yourself an Android tablet. Yeah. Didn't didn't we talk about this last week? No, Specifically, though, I ended up getting an actual decent tablet. And by decent, let me be really clear. $100. That's what it cost. Like I'm th- I'm looking at an iPad, right, and they're like $600 and up. So, I, if I said it last week, I'll say it again. <laughs> I could not be happier with this stupid little $100 tablet. It's a Lenovo. Wait, you bought a new tablet? I did. <laughs> it's a Lenovo Smart Tab M8.
1: I thought you were using the tablet that your dad gave us that was...
0: That thing is so old.
1: Yeah, so old.
0: We started looking at it performance-wise. It just wasn't cutting the mustard as, as, it, as, it's, as it's known.
1: So what are the minimum specs you're talking about on it since you're saying that this old Android was not good enough? What were the minimum specs you mm-hmm. felt were needed for you to be able to happily uh, op- use it to operate ham radio?
0: Um, well... That, that might take us outside the ham radio a minute, which is interesting <laughs> because the live stream this weekend is going to be on the kit that I put together around this tablet. Oh. So one of the things I was tooling around today was I was just grabbing stuff and plugging it into that thing and seeing if I can make it work. And then it turns out I have like a ton of ham radio stuff that just works with that thing right now. Downloading apps. I've got... A ton. Of, Is that
1: because of the operating system making it easier, it, or
0: it's it's probably that the app developers are like, let's go nuts. Like, there's nobody. It's more of the wild west over let's on Android. Let's go
1: ham. You mean?
0: Let's go ham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's just fascinating. And again, it's let's let's put this into perspective. I've only used one Android phone, right? The the Google G1.
1: Was that your only Android
0: phone? Only Android phone I've ever actually. Wait,
1: I was very no. Resistant I think I had a Samsung iPhone for a long time. I had
0: a Samsung later,
1: and mm. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, I think I did have a Samsung. Okay, let's just say my my Android knowledge is is pretty low. It's now,
1: just so customizable.
0: It, it is. It is. That's why I give it major major props. Particularly as I'm finding all these ham radio apps that are really good, surprisingly good. I've even developed on Android when I was still at. at oh, that's right. At Boeing, I, I ended up doing an app that we won a, a we won a contest, a development contest, and it was like, yeah, this is actually not that bad to develop on. So I, I get it. It's it, it's probably gotten so much better since then, but yeah, I, I'll just reiterate it. Now that I've I've got a much better tablet, and again, it it, it cracks me up. It's hundred bucks, right? It's Walmart level tablet. You go into Walmart. You throw your sweaty dollars down on the table and say, "Give, give tablet," and and it's. Why did the
1: dollars have to be sweaty? I,
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's kind of humid. It rained and then it got humid here.
1: And you purposely put it somewhere that wouldn't stay dry, or?
0: Well, I had my wallet when we were in the pool too the other day. So, <laughs> you know, it's just it, there's just all this humidity around me. <laughs> so I'm just sweating. Uh, yeah, man, it, it, what what a revelation! It's, I know it's everybody's like, well, duh, but I mean, it's like, yeah, I've, I've not, I've only used, I only use iPad, so I just do without most of the time because there's very few apps that actually run on the iPad. But hey, now I can just have the iPad do its own thing and just be the the other side of the content creation that I do, and then this little tablet is kind of the ham radio device, which is nice. I just got to keep the kids away from it. Sure. So, yeah, there's the Ham Radio Minute. (laughs) Uh, Well, have a drink with us today while listening to the podcast. We are drinking margaritas. We are. Yeah. So, back to a a traditional summer staple in in the household.
1: uh, I was As I was making the margaritas, I was saying, who... Who uses Grand Marnier for anything other than margaritas? What, what does ever Grand Marnier to the
0: bar and be like? I got like a shot of your finest Grand. No, Margarita.
1: but what else? do you, you know, I don't mix drinks enough.
0: It, it's it's a cocktail. It's it's like a three ingredient cocktail or higher. You're right? not just like yeah. You're not doing Grand Marnier in soda.
1: Every time I have a liqueur like this, though, in a drink, I always think about my old roommate.
0: Oh, that is my favorite.
1: (laughs) I'm sure longtime podcast listeners remember this. I think it's been brought
0: up once. (laughs) And they were so apologetic over it, which was my favorite part. You're like, no, man, we've had that bottle for like eight years. Yeah, my... No uh, one can finish a bottle of triple sec. Good on you.
1: Yeah, my roommate had a date come over. (laughs) And, and we were apparently out another somewhere. non-drinker. Yeah, no, she was a big drinker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: but, but just you, I, you, the only you, alcohol uh, in the house uh, uh, was triple sec.
0: Yeah, that was it. And because it's the so thing, that's that what they Survives. Survived.
1: I would literally leave and go buy booze before I would drink straight triple sec.
0: Yeah, I would not drink. Right. I would just not drink. <laughs> but they like they killed the whole bottle. Oh yeah. And there was an appreciable amount left. <laughs> it was bad. It was really, really bad. I was, uh, we were shocked. But yeah, anyway, margaritas, always a staple uh, summer drink. So we appreciate that. Huh? Leah. thank you for making the beverages.
1: You're so welcome.
0: Yeah. Join the conversation by leaving us a review on iTunes for the Ham Radio Crash Course Podcast and or emailing us at leathamtactical.com. Leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts will help the Ham Radio Crash Course reach more hams and future hams, and we appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it's a free way to support the podcast. Yeah, free right? way. Yeah, yeah free I way. mean, it costs you time, of course, and we appreciate your time. Right, and but... and
0: doing it on iTunes is where we read it live. I appreciate it's a pain in the butt, and because it's a pain in the butt, we have no reviews today, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I uh, we still appreciate all the, the the five stars that people get us that don't. You know, leave a review, but at the same time, we really do appreciate everybody listening week to week. the The numbers are always good, and and that gives us a happy feeling in our hearts. So we do appreciate it. Thank you for that. So, what have you been uh, using this week, Leia? what's your What's your hot tip of the week? It's you
1: know, this is not going to land well. I Mine's know. an easy one. I know it's not going to land well. Mm. But the thing that made <laughs> me happiest this week. Uh-huh is on sunday josh and i foregoed all plans and we built an arbor for the garden oh
0: yeah we did and like four trellises
1: yes Mm -hmm. and uh they're they're vinyl so i won't have to repaint them over and over again like a and you know treat the wood uh,
0: i made you an arbor out of gutters (laughs) do you like it
1: And actually, the reason I want the Arbor is that if anybody has a ring cam, Mm -hmm. you know that it does not give you a shot of the street,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: right? So you can see people coming to your door, Mm -hmm. but you can't see license plates. And I've seen it time and time again on neighborhood watch groups where Mm -hmm. they're like, help me identify this person. And you can see the side of the car. You can see the person's face.
0: It's just a silver blur. Yes, you've got a late modern Ford blur.
1: There was actually uh, an instance of uh, something happening, like a hate crime against a Jewish couple Mm -hmm. in our city, like a, a, a while back. And... The only way they could identify the car was that uh, there was a ring cam photo of the car. Yeah. And then everybody started speculating on what kind of car it was. And uh, one of my friends ended up chiming in going, this is this car. Based off of this, because he's a huge car. Yeah, yeah, he like blew up all these details <laughs> and everything. And uh, they got a partial license plate mm-hmm. off of the picture, but they couldn't get the full license plate. And they're in a, like a kind of cul-de-sac, like off a section, a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. So I think their vantage point for their cameras was a little bit better. right? Uh, and I think um, the son actually remembered a part of the license plate, but they tracked that guy down.
0: Nice. Turned out it was the neighbor.
1: No, it was somebody from a totally different city. I have no idea how you end up in a tiny cul de sac that's mm-hmm. not in a neighborhood that's close to a freeway off ramp.
0: Like, how much hate and anger do you have in your heart? You're like, I'm just going to get in my car and I'm going to try 45 minutes in Southern California traffic. I'm going to go to a random cul de sac, find a Jew. I just
1: don't, I don't get it. (laughs) Wow. They had actually had an interaction Mm -hmm. with the couple. I don't even know why they were in the neighborhood. And then later came (coughs) back and lit something on fire on their
0: porch. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, that was.
1: It was ridiculous. The whole city rallied together, Mm -hmm. right? And then um, the mayor actually went on the news Mm -hmm. to try to track um, them down. But... uh, that was a long way to get to the point. Yeah, I was
0: like, I'm waiting for this. I want to. I have to lasso this point. I want back to, to hide
1: the a camera in the arbor. The arbor where we've placed it oh. is sidewalk adjacent, mm-hmm. right? And based off of the way it's positioned, mm-hmm. I could hide a, um, a camera in it, like a solar powered um, mm-hmm. surveillance camera, like a ring cam or something. And have it actually face the street and capture license plates if we ever needed it.
0: Mm, Interesting. I don't know how the Wi Fi is going to reach out there, but we can give it a shot.
1: Yeah, I'd be willing to bet that the neighbors would be willing to help me with Wi Fi too if they knew I I could surveil the street.
0: I've brought you a a basket of Wi Fi. (laughs) Use it as you see fit.
1: Well, you know, I'm, I'm
0: blowing my signal across the street to you. Well, I didn't know if you know this. The neighbors are further away from our house yes, than I we understand. are away from our house.
1: But Wi-Fi extenders, am I right?
0: Yeah, it sounds like more noise generators. Oh. Sounds like more RFI generators going into my walls.
1: So, in um, in the different neighborhood watch areas of our city, one of the neighborhoods that had the absolute worst crime because mm-hmm. they were um, they were freeway adjacent. Like the off-ramp and the on-ramp. This is basically the first neighborhood mm-hmm. that you would get into that right. um, they were having a a break-in in a home or car four or more times a week.
0: Oh, a home or car. Yeah. They said a homer car.
1: Yes, a homer car. Everybody. The homer. They were really into the Simpsons. So yeah. they had all these Simpsons cars. Right? You, don't know the, you
0: don't know the reference to the Homer, right?
1: No. What's a Homer?
0: Homer's brother, who he was estranged from, comes back to town and oh. he's destitute. Oh. And he helps. Uh, he actually, he's really smart. And he generates a device that allows them to hear Maggie's thoughts. Because Maggie never talks, right? It's like the only episode where she ever says anything. There's like two or three. And it That's makes him super That's not the episode
1: rich. where Homer... He has something removed from his brain, and it turns no. out he's very brilliant. That's a
0: that's a good one, but it's a crayon, by the way. Okay, <laughs> and he ends up shoving it back. Then turns out
1: he's the reason Lisa so smart. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, actually. Anyway, he ends up uh, designing. He, he gets a car. Oh no, it's the other way around. It, he he has a car company. Homer makes him destitute because he designs. A car form called Oh, the Homer. I
1: remember I remember and it's got this
0: bubble in the back yes, that the kids are yes. completely separated from the parents <laughs> I'm like
2: that's amazing
0: gotta be a parent to fully appreciate that kind of technology, also, it's just completely glass, so they just bake inside of it right which is, right you know. You know <laughs> Got to get your kids a little tan.
1: So that neighborhood ended up implementing a very tight neighborhood watch group. Yes. And they put in a camera and license plate reader. It's a high
0: dollar camera with high resolution, which allows them to have like very good pictures. And there's only
1: one entrance to their neighborhood. Yep.
0: So they like scan everybody coming in and out. Yeah,
1: exactly. Which is not feasible for a lot of neighborhoods in Cerritos. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I think this is the next best thing.
0: Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm willing to give it a shot. I yeah. hey, want you uh, I've just got to grow that margarita over here.
1: I've just got to grow the foliage too. You have <laughs> no,
0: reach. Oops, roll. Oh, I, I misclicked. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, what is <laughs> That's not the sound. I went over to click the... the
0: I clicked. I oh, was trying the... <laughs> to get the refill noise going. And uh that did not play out at all as I wanted it to, so Not yet anyway. So okay. So
1: the the item that I am uh, really into using this week is the arbor we put together. (laughs) She's just out there
0: standing under it. Yeah. It makes me so
1: happy when I when I drive up to the house, when I leave the house. It's just so much joy.
0: I feel like you're gonna have to have some vining trellises on it to obfuscate the camera. Otherwise it's just gonna be somebody's gonna grow the
1: foliage. You're
0: gonna be able to get some great selfies as they rip it off the arbor with the solar panel and book it. (laughs) It's going to be really fun for them
1: I, i'm thinking about uh either passion fruit or grapevines
0: oh yeah wow very cool mm-hmm. all right well thanks for that uh for me it's pretty simple the lenovo smart tab M8. <laughs> <laughs> i've been using this thing non-stop since i got it it's I, i'm not watching youtube on it like i would with hbo or youtube or whatever like i would with the ipad because i'm not I, I don't need that video streaming performance out of it. But yeah, it's great on the web. I, I've been using it to search for the solutions to why I can't get the Winlink uh, application to work, which I did, and that's working. So I've got a radio that I do on packet the, Winlink on Winlink the tablet.
1: On the new radio or on the new tablet?
0: Yeah, exactly, Both? yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, so I can get my emails on this crazy little $100 tablet. It's super cool. And, and it, because I'm, I'm not going to bring... I've, I've gotten to the point where I have to like, not bring too many laptops with me where I go. I you end can't up just traveling stick them all like in your laptops. go box. <laughs> I, I end up, well, no, but like if I'm flying, right? Mm-hmm. I can't be rocking any more laptops. Like I, I go through TSA and I've got like a tablet and then two laptops. Could I
1: have any more technology? And then a
0: ham radio <laughs> and a bunch of antennas and they're.
1: They're like, what are you doing? Like, Do you ever look at somebody and wonder, what is going literally,
0: on? Literally. Literally. <laughs> and it's like he can't, he's he's far too upfront about this to be a terrorist. Like, there is no chance at obfuscating. I, hate, what I really he's hate doing.
1: traveling with you. We always get pulled from the TSA. It's
0: line. <laughs> crazy. I, I, I understand how ridiculous I have become. And it's. You're anyway.
1: Like, you're the Chandler of technology. <laughs> Could I have any more technology?
0: Yeah, and and ham radio is just like all about things. Like you got to oh, have so all these Joey, things, right? Yeah, it's Joey. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you got to have all this stuff, like attachments. And, and I need to have these cables, these specific cables to connect to this specific thing. And then that's not a cable. That's the rope that I need to get an antenna <laughs> in the tree. It's just it goes on and on, and it's like I'm 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 doing a. A conmari of my travel bag, if you will. <laughs> I'm I'm reducing it down to just the things that I love. All right, and I love the tablet, so <laughs> there you go. Not the, who knew? Not the biggest Android fan for for anything else, but ham radio stuff or or radio stuff because it goes beyond ham radio, which we will talk about on the live stream, and that's already posted. So if you don't have anything to do and you want to hang out, have a beer or, or not, um, and just just catch up in the uh, in the chat and. Hopefully have some fun this Saturday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Leah, how about some preparedness? You got any hot, hot takes on preparedness oh, this man. week? Oh, man.
1: You know, uh, what I really want to talk about for Preparedness Corner this week is...
0: Be a strong swimmer. W- uh,
1: <laughs> that is a bad joke for what I'm about to say.
0: Uh-oh. I was <laughs> <laughs> We were swimming yesterday, and so this is the, um, this is the two-part podcast week. Where we record on two days. Yeah. And it's normally supposed to be Tuesdays and Thursdays so that we get a nice right. day in the middle where mm-hmm. we can get like a night, but we're back to back in it, which who knows how this is going to work out <laughs> because we went swimming yesterday and everyone, well, I should be very specific. All the parents that swam all got grievous, grievous injuries. Yeah. You because we're all neck. old. <laughs> And we're all breaking ourselves down.
1: I hurt my neck, my ankle, and scraped my foot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alex and Sarah. Alex hurt his back, and Sarah pulled her shoulder. Yeah. And quite literally, it was because we were throwing kids in the pool. Mm -hmm. Like, we we were in the pool, and we were flipping them. Out of the water, back grabbing into the
0: water. them, f- throwing them vertically, and flipping them at the same time. My yeah. arms lifting them right now hurt. Yes, <laughs> I feel like I threw Edison alone like twenty times.
1: And we were playing chicken.
0: That was what killed my neck. Yeah, is the the kid that was on on my shoulders leaned forward really hard and pushed my neck. Down. I
1: learned something very important about chicken. You have to either play with somebody who absolutely knows how to balance themselves. Yes. <laughs> Or you need to play with, with have somebody on your shoulders that is very light. Yes,
0: that is that is what I
1: <laughs> anything in between a toddler so bad and a person who can actually balance themselves, which I think happens around like the preteen years where they've got a better control of more their core body. strength. Yeah, it takes a lot
0: of core strength. I think
1: everything. Don't
0: do it, guys. It's bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Those uh those those thick eight year olds, right? Because he, he he's a he's a
1: no, he's 10.
0: Oh, he is? Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's strong, but it, I don't think he's got that balance, that coordination yet. No, no,
1: he's nine. Sorry. Is he? Okay.
0: But yeah, I was,
1: yeah, man, I got
0: messed up. I was on an ice pack for like
1: I mean, in your three defense, hours. a 10-year-old at the top of the growth charts, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Also, uh, the key to chicken is not necessarily the person on, that's the fighter. It's oh, the absolutely. person below. Yeah,
1: I totally dropped Ellie. I was like, well, no more. No it's,
0: it's not just like stand there and let them fight. You actually wait for them to get a good grip. And if you see the person like getting like sliding, mm-hmm. you either push forward or pull mm-hmm. them off. Yeah. By moving, by mm-hmm. pulling back. And, and you don't drop them. And you have to not also drop <laughs> yeah. your, your partner. Yeah. Anyway. So preparedness okay. corner is learn to chicken fight.
1: No. So the preparedness corner, actually, it's a terrible thing that you said, mm. learn how to swim. Because I have been watching these videos of places around the U.S. and around the world oh, yeah. being devastated <laughs> I know you're by going. floods.
0: Oh, yeah. No. Uh, being a strong swimmer does not help in, in no. a flash flood scenario.
1: And I, I showed you a video. I think it was um, in Arizona mm-hmm. or or it might have been England, actually. And you were like, oh, it's just that one house. I'm like, no, you don't understand. These places are flooding. It's not like one house poorly positioned in a floodplain. Right. It is areas that don't, Arizona especially. Yeah. I mean,
0: ari- <coughs> <sighs> so that, Arizona the preparedness corners have a wave
1: runner? N- no. So uh, we, we don't actually know. About flood preparedness. Okay. So I have to source the information from the internet, of course.
0: We're back to preparedness, Toad? (laughs)
1: Prepared. It's something for survival, Frog. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm actually going to go through. um, I actually want to critique what the CDC recommends. What does the self reliant
0: Newt say about this? No.
1: (laughs) And I think that uh, the CDC is a bit off. Okay actually. So, we'll um, we'll go through what they recommend um, before, during, and
0: after. The stout of. skink. I'm this podcast.
1: <laughs> Survival I know you didn't like what he had to say,
0: but... <laughs> it was okay. He was just trashing, trashing states, right? Yeah. <laughs> that amphibian man needs to get knocked down a peg.
1: <laughs> so, I will say... Right off the bat, that if you do know, I know that for Arizona, a lot of this was completely unexpected. Sure. Uh, but if you are in a flood zone,
0: mm-hmm.
1: obviously flood insurance
2: mm-hmm.
1: r- right off the bat. And if you've got the flood insurance, make sure you're documenting, documenting, documenting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Because insurance companies are not notorious for handing, happily handing you a check.
0: Right. Right. Also, take a picture of the moon, because if you can f- confirm, it has a halo. What? You take a picture of that, <laughs> and you send it to the insurance company, and you say, see?
1: So what's interesting is the that we, we, we had a, um, a claim for water damage in our house. hmm Uh, A couple of years ago. Yes. And one of the things is that they go through and they ask you a series of questions to see whether or not it was like a spontaneous water damage situation or if you failed to upkeep certain things. Right. And then as a result of your failure...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: they will not pay out. So if right. you knew that, uh, if you say something like, oh, you know, well, we were having this problem where there was like water and we didn't, and you know, we had somebody come take a look at it. And they but said you really nothing. should fix this. No, they were like, oh, there's nothing wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then suddenly there's a, you have a massive issue. Okay. You didn't really do everything that you could Right. Like if you know there's something wrong with your house and you're going to go get a second opinion if that guy says. Not know, necessarily.
0: Huh. If you yeah, bring absolutely. a plumber out and they're like, you're good.
1: If you bring a plumber out and they don't fix the problem mm-hmm. that you're having, you need to go to another plumber. You well, know when there's sure. something wrong with your house. Anyways, my point if is. If the
0: drain's like still blocked. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But if it's, if it's not blocked then you, you did your due diligence is what I'm saying.
1: Okay, well, in, in our case, it was, it was random. There, was, there ended up being gray water in the house. We had to tear out a bunch of stuff.
0: Tore um, out parts of walls yeah, yeah. Yeah. and, and at, flooring and ended up going completely tile, which yeah. I love. Very the, excited about that. Um,
1: there are actually insurance adjusters, <coughs> private adjusters, yes. that you can call out at the beginning of a claim Mm -hmm. that will basically fight for every dime you're entitled to. Right. But they only take on certain cases. So if you are going through something like that, it might be worth talking to a private adjuster. They do take a percentage. But if it's a large enough amount of um, damage that you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. uh,
0: Or if you're dealing with an insurance company that's particularly like doing you wrong. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, But Obviously, in a weather-based flood, mm-hmm. there are certain things that when you go to an insurance company, they come out and they evaluate everything, right, to right. determine your premium.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, obviously, take into account what they're telling you. Mm-hmm. Well, ask them point blank, like, what can I do to lower my insurance premium?
0: Right, right.
1: Like, do I need to uh, bring in a pump? Right? We, we have some houses that have underground garages in Cerritos. Uh, we do? Yeah, the houses. There's like a 20 car garage, um, and then another house that has like a 10, gar- then they're both underground. They have to have what? pumps down there sure. to pump out the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe it's pumps, maybe it's um, making sure you have sandbags, and making sure you have um, the right water drainage, things like that.
0: I mean, that's not going to help for a flood. You have to have the appropriate level of...
1: Sure, sure. So the CDC says, uh, during a flood watch or warning, you gather your emergency supplies, Mm -hmm. uh, including food and water, one gallon of water per day per person and each pet. Sure. And then you store at least a three-day supply. I don't know that that is at all enough, considering how long a flood might go and how long the damage might be, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? Because what do you do in a flood? You have to evacuate. You're not staying. Right, right. So you have to make sure you have the supplies because you might end up, you know, ideally you have somewhere else to go, but if you don't, you end up in like a FEMA tent or something.
0: I I would like to point out, too, if you have a family of four, right, that's... Mm -hmm. That's how many gallons? That's 12 gallons of water you're carting around. Yeah. That's a lot mm-hmm. of water. That's not like backpackable. I mean, it is, but you're not getting much else in your backpack if you're doing that.
1: Well, in a car, right?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is like keep that in mind as you're thinking about yeah. this. Like put the actual weights behind it. I, I would actually argue, well, I don't think, I don't even think it's an argument. You, again, so your water filter. This yeah. is the time because it water, if you have a canister of water and no way to get more water. That you can drink mm-hmm. in there. Why not have a Sawyer or something like that that you can have? Of course, you're probably not filtering out straight from the flood water. You'd have to strain out some sediment and all that. But it will work in that situation.
1: Okay. The next is somewhere where hams have the advantage, actually. It says listen to your local radio or television station for updates, right? Hams, mm-hmm.
0: assuming they can get keep their stuff safe, yeah.
1: Yeah, NOAA weather, right? That's...
0: Uh, right, but anybody can get a weather radio.
1: Yeah, those yeah. are yeah, those sure. are inexpensive. Uh, have immunization records handy, or know the year of your last tetanus shot.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, and you store the immunization records in a waterproof container.
0: Huh. Okay.
1: Uh, maybe high incidences of metal injuries and sure. other. Tetanus-causing Well, injuries. I mean, you're
0: also rolling around in contaminated water. Right, so right. So you step wrong, you cut yourself, and all of a sudden you've got tetanus. Not necessarily because it's rusted metal, but because you're in contaminated water and right. cut yourself on broken glass or whatever. Also, the, the point about the waterproof stuff, we've talked about fireproof safes, right? Right. Why not put some of those, those documents in a waterproof container in your fireproof safe? Yes. Particularly if you're in an, an area that gets flooded.
1: Uh, bring in outdoor possessions, like lawn furniture, grills, trash, and t- or tie them down securely.
0: Mm-hmm. Tie your trash down. You don't want to lose it.
1: Well, it's, it's going, right?
0: <laughs> it's going. Yeah. Yeah, it's true.
1: And that Could you imagine me lashing
0: down their trash cans?
1: Well, it, it makes me wonder. We have a small shed in our backyard. Yes. And I don't know that that would hang tight in a flood you know
0: i mean it would You've probably gotta, just get it'd probably get obliterated it'd get knocked down
1: yeah but then everything if it gets knocked down everything in side of it is potentially floating away
0: literally right? attack tetanus at that point wow <laughs> there's like a lawnmower in there some so many lawn trimmer.
1: tools <laughs> so yeah definitely uh yeah Figure out something to do with the things that you have stored outside Mm -hmm. and like, don't assume that just because it's in a shed, it's going to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, If evacuation appears necessary, turn off all utilities at the main power switch and close the main gas valve. Sure. I mean, really turn off everything, right? Like even like water, not just power.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't need more water getting into
1: the flood. (laughs) Leave areas subject to flooding, such as low spots, canyons, and washes. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, avoid driving through flooded areas and standing water. What do you do when it is?
0: Uh. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, I, I think if like you're
0: really built up jeeps and stuff get taken out by floods.
1: But if There's you're you're, and you know if if you live in a flood area, let us know. Uh, let us know, you know, what you do to prepare. But I'm assuming you've got to have a vehicle that is somewhat rugged enough to handle
0: the wave runners back in.
1: Right. <laughs> and after flooding occurs, avoid driving through flooded areas and standing water. As little as six inches of water can cause you to lose control of your vehicle, the CDC says. Uh, okay. Do not F- drink flood water, obviously. Don't use Please it don't to wash dishes, water. brush teeth, or prepare water. It's contaminated. Yeah. I mean, With everything. Assume, yeah. Assume it's basically sewer water. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because it is. It's in the sewer.
1: If you evacuated, return home only after local authorities have said it is safe to do so. I know that's particularly hard because... You, you want to go see what happened to your home. right? Uh, listen for boil water advisories. Local authorities will let you know if your water is safe for drinking and bathing. Mm-hmm. During a water advisory, you use only bottled, boiled, or treated water for drinking and cooking. So you literally can't use anything out of your
0: tap. Right. Oh, yeah. no. Well, you can if you treat it. Sure. And you, you should look into how to do that.
1: Uh, when in doubt, throw it out. Throw away food, bottled water that may have come into contact with flood water. Prevent CO, uh, carbon monoxide CO poisoning. Uh, use generators at least 20 feet away from doors, windows, or vents. Yeah. If you use a pressure washer, be sure to keep the engine outdoors and 20 feet from windows, doors, or vents as well. Never run your car or truck inside a garage that is attached to a house, even with the garage door open. This must be something that people do to, um, to like protect mm-hmm. uh, their cars. Like they, they shut the door or whatever, the garage door to prevent water coming in. Okay. <clears throat> and then they'll have a car or truck to use the radio or whatever in the car.
0: Well, there's a lot of trucks now that have a, they've got a 120 or 110 out. Sure. So they can run things off of it, like a generator. It's, you know, just a big generator.
1: Yeah, so the CDC is obviously more concerned about uh, infectious disease, right?
0: Well, or, And also carbon monoxide safety. I mean, that's legit, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll put a link to the CDC uh, warning, and I'd love to hear, uh, you know, flood tips because I, uh, this may just be the beginning of flooded summers, sure.
0: right? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, when everything dies off because of the sun. Yeah. And then it starts raining, and then you Mm -hmm. get slammed with with floods. That's, like, serious business. Wild. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, that was the preparedness corner.
0: Okay. Well, then that means we're moving right along to the email correspondence tower.
2: What's happening? (laughs) The staircases change, remember?
1: Let's go this way. Before the
0: staircase moves again. We answer your emails with ham radio questions, comments, and previous podcasts. T-shirt suggestions, T-shirt suggestions, and everything else in between. We're always loving the, the shirt ideas, and if we end up making a shirt or something related to one of your recommendations, we'll send you one for free, the first person that comes up with the idea. Okay. Absolutely. Take it away, Leah. Leia.
1: Uh, the first email is titled Kudos, Merch Idea and Questions. Ooh. And this is from A t- Triple Threat. Aaron Greetings, ham radio power couple. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I would call that a one and a half.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: I'm currently about a week behind. So these kudos are in reference to the 716 episode. Leia, your drink choice is my go-to favorite. Bullet rye and Coke Zero has made for many a memorable night and some I wish I could forget.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Bullet rye and Coke Zero is really good.
0: That's- I, Bullet in general is pretty solid. I mean, it's not like your greatest sit down and drink it neat kind of thing, but um, it's real good in a, in a, with a mixer.
1: Now for the merch idea. You made a comment to the effect of, help me, Obi Josh, you're my only hope. And my nerd brain immediately thought of a Baofeng mm-hmm. with R2 astromech legs with you in Princess Leia's white outfit from episode four with a speech bubble saying, help me, Hashanasi, you're my only hope. HRCC would work well in place of Hashanasi as well. Might be a copyright issue, but it would make a great shirt.
0: Interesting. There's yeah. probably enough changes to that that it wouldn't Maybe. Draw fire. Maybe.
1: Hey, if we make it, you'll get one. That's
0: that's a pretty good idea. We we did a play on that with Shane from Ham uh, Radio Outlet. Oh, what? Do you remember that? It, it was a video I did like pre-pandemic.
1: Uh, no.
0: It was uh The Adventures of FT8 Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I used Shane like I had him I'm like, "Okay, Shane, you got to do like do like a lady's voice, okay?" And say Help me, Obi Wan. You're my only hope. Or help me, somebody. Help me, help me, Bow Fang Man. You're my only hope. And I, I played it like, what's that? Someone's in trouble. I gotta go. And then I, I went to the HRO and helped him get his uh, FT891 on uh, on FT8, Dear. which deserves credit because that is not an easy radio. I believe it's on the harder <laughs> side of the major Japanese radios to get on FT8.
1: Do you remember your 30th birthday? I threw you a Star Wars birthday party.
0: I do. With
1: a Death Star piñata. It
0: that would have I been made. easier finding the exhaust port and firing a <laughs> photon torpedo into that thing than to take apart that piñata. You literally use thick gauge wire. To I build have it.
1: never made a piñata before. And it's very hard to get to that round shape. Right. So I I, I used I used thick gauge wire you for the like shape.
0: Baling wire.
1: And I think I might have had duct tape in some
0: parts of it. It was the entire it... body of it was duct tape.
1: <laughs> Everybody tried so hard
0: everybody was hitting that thing with an aluminum baseball bat i brought a machete out
1: we stopped blindfolding people
0: we just straight and didn't move it (laughs) just go nuts it was if you're ever in a flood get inside leia's (laughs) pinata and just ride to safety because mad that thing was impervious to everything we threw at it it was ridiculous
1: when you finally got it open, it was super fun, though, right? It was. It was very nice. There were Star Wars uh, Pez dispensers mm-hmm. and uh, bottles of booze.
0: <laughs> I think I ended up getting like heavy gauge wire cutters and just like snipping a really? hatch into the side of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty bad.
1: We did learn a Pez trick today that you think is a lie.
0: It's a total lie. A total I don't lie. Know. It's on TikTok. It's a total lie. If you think of okay. It, this is uh, this is me describing something that's very visual. Pez is just like a bullet magazine. There's a follower in the bottom. The follower is under spring tension that pushes the Pez up, and then it's ejected, much like a magazine. Like it's straight up same technology that goes into a firearm.
1: Well, that's why you feel like a Minuteman fill, <laughs> filling. The- but there's no
0: one-way valve and a follower. <laughs> there's no way to like slide the Pez up through the body of the of the thing. Into the main component by so the, video, the spring and the follower.
1: The video basically shows a fully extended PEZ w- that is um, extended to the point where it looks like you're going to load it, right? Right. And a wrapped um, like uh, PEZ roll is basically right. inserted in the bottom. And then they push it down.
0: Yeah. And it like ejects the empty the empty paper they show in the video
1: right and it's totally and it's and it's fully loaded
0: it's it's a lie
1: i okay well now i have to find some pez those two dudes those
0: two dudes that debunk stuff on tiktok did it it's total total bs
1: party shirt
0: the two guys that debunk stuff
1: there's there's two pairs of two guys I, i don't know man is it party shirt or is it the ones that do all the cooking
0: it's the two guys that don't do the cooking.
1: That's Party Shirt. Okay. Yeah. They debunked it. It's uh, been debunked.
0: Wow. Well,
1: now I feel betrayed.
0: by <laughs> TikTok.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Aaron, back to your email. Now for the question. Josh, you know I love the 7300 and the 705. Yes. You previously said that the 7300 is easy to get onto digital modes, but I'm yes. thinking I'd like the 705 because I want to have VHF, UHF in the shack. How easy is it to connect the 705 for FT8?
0: It's literally the same process as the 7300.
1: The interfaces are identical. identical. Right?
0: Yeah. The only difference is actually... One could argue that the 705 is easier because you really don't muck around with baud rates. You just set it to 9600, and it's just it just goes. The only area you will run into problems is if your micro-USB cable is janky. If you have a janky micro-USB cable, get one that's shielded just to protect yourself a little bit. Throw a ferrite on it. I would go a step further and recommend you buy the RSB1A software. I appreciate it. It's not cheap. It does go on sale from time to time and you can get it for much cheaper. Generally, I think the street price is like $150 for it and that will let you run it entirely wirelessly. Wireless connection to the radio and it will allow both, the radio allows wireless connection to your home Wi-Fi or it will create its own Wi-Fi that you can connect to with whatever laptop or computer via Wi-Fi. So in some ways, the 705 is more versatile.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, Aaron, I hope that answers your question. Aaron signs off. Love the show. Keep up the great pod. 73, 1X Crew for life. Aaron K E 6 U W J.
0: Uh we should mention also the hamtactical.com website has the new 1X crew. We do. And it is part of our
1: <laughs> There is there's actually uh two 1X crew shirts there's, and uh
0: And one of them is a part of a collection you're doing. Yes. That is band it, shirts.
1: It's called I'm with the bands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm with the bands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very, very good.
1: And I think Bryson was the original, uh, suggester. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. So Bryson, you will get a shirt. We also made Bunny's shirt, which was the HRCC podcast shirt that mm-hmm. said antennas, touch lands, cat cups. Skyline chili. 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 Chili was yeah. one of them. Yeah. So, uh, Bunny, you will be getting a shirt too look out for my email so that's how it
0: works everybody yeah. that's how it that's how it goes
1: thank you aaron the next email is titled why is this not loading properly okay here we go hosh Hashnas- no no what's that whoa <laughs> make that stop the next email is titled hosh greatest hits album Oh, wait, this is not the right. Sorry. There is is something I'm
0: working on in that area, but. Oh, yeah. It should be. What? (laughs) I need to make more songs, apparently. Um, That, you know, just takes time. So once I get to that, I'll be able to make the video that I have in mind. Okay. Yes.
1: This email is titled Rebranded Ham, and this Mm. is from Nick. Josh and Leia, Ham Radio's red carpet
0: couple. <laughs> Whoa.
1: Wow, a red carpet. Do they have that?
0: A- at the Ham Fest? Yes. Is that, no. Does
1: everybody walk a red carpet? at the? No. I've never been to one, like at Hamvention or...
0: Hamvention is, uh, it ends up being really muddy. <laughs> so it's more of a brown carpet
1: in some cases, some spots. Like maybe when everybody enters the bar. Is it like prom, like the night of... <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it.
1: Excellent. First email, nah. Someone missed the cutoff at midnight, and now uh, and are now the first, ish. Last email, I'll settle for comfortably in the middle. Come to Oregon. Every other Californian is. Also, look at Central Oregon's weather. Avoid the valley, other than visiting. There's too many people here already. Seriously, though, microbrew capital of the U.S. Oh. Sodas and potas everywhere. Come visit.
0: I'm not... That that actually may be some award they have for microbrew capital, but... I'm not from San Diego, but I feel like San Diego's got a...
2: They're a close... I, they're a close I think,
0: follower. I
1: think you really need to pause on this assumption until <laughs> you actually go to Oregon.
0: I don't know, man. I don't
1: even know if they allow micro brew, macro brews in that state. I think you're, maybe PBR.
0: Maybe May, the only. Maybe ironic right, macro yeah, brews.
1: The only macro brew allowed out I there. I heard
0: they're bringing Olympia back in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, Oregon. That's, I think that is, you would love it. I'm sure it, I, would. I know we talked about it already. I'm but. sure
0: that so I'm one of those people that like you can't catch me with a uh, with like a tourist trap like weird little shops and stuff. I'm not really. It's got to be like somebody's labor of love to have a weird quirky shop. Man,
1: you know what? If there that is, whole
0: town feels like it's like that from everything that's so described to me.
1: It has been uh, like seven years about. Since I've been there, so I don't know how much it's changed. I know there's a lot of Californian transplants that have uh, mm-hmm. gone there since. Mm-hmm. But I will say that if there is one adjective I would use to describe Oregon, it is authentic. People are just who they are. Good. They, they do not care about what you think because mm. they're just doing what they love.
0: Probably won't get a pulled out of the TSA line in Portland, I imagine, then.
1: N- I, I don't know.
0: They're just being who you are.
1: I wasn't flying with you at that time, so I have no <laughs> idea why. <what.
0: laughs> Portland does have a big airport, though. A lot of Alaska Airlines goes out of Portland.
1: I want to say one of the cool things that uh, happened when I was traveling with the kids is that I had on my ticket something that denoted that I had. like It was like a family or a kid, uh, a star on mm-hmm. my pass, and I got priority boarding. <laughs>
0: Whoa, nice.
1: So, man, that's awesome. Because you know what? Terrorists don't bring their kids. (laughs) You know
0: what I'm saying? Wasn't there something that happened around that? Like they tried to do something with a baby, smuggle something on board with a baby?
1: Oh, I have no idea. That would be crazy.
0: I think it many, many years ago, but yeah.
1: All right. Well, Nick continues with a t-shirt idea. Ask me about off-grid long-distance communication on the back RC, uh, HRCC emblem placed properly on the back and a small emblem on the left breast. Hmm.
0: That's a good idea. That is a good idea. Yeah.
1: Hey, Nick, if we make it, you'll get what one. What
0: was the ask me about what?
1: Off-grid, long-distance communication. Yeah, that's
0: exactly what... Yeah, that that's good. <laughs> that's that. I'm like, how would I write that? That is exactly what I would write. So that's good. You nailed it. I like that.
1: Y'all keep making me laugh out loud while I'm in my cu- in a customer's house with no one else around and I'm going to lose business. That's funny. Well, I hope not. I hope they just think you're a happy jolly guy. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: guy loves his
2: job. Yeah,
1: so delightful. <laughs> or depending on what he's doing. Who messed this up the first time? <laughs> <laughs> this
0: damage. <engineers. laughs>
1: I'm busy trying to get my first radio antenna on the roof now that my Starlink is up and running.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Making a video about the mount, and I'm very appreciative of Josh's input, makes me so much more aware of what you do on a weekly basis Uh with live streams, videos, and a
0: podcast. I'm I'm connecting the dots here. Yes. Uh, Uh He did send me his video. Very well done.
1: Nick, why did you not send me the video so I could share it in the show
0: notes? Well, he, well, yeah, he can. He, he probably will. There's a couple okay. of things. It is, um, I, I'm not going to go through. I, I only had like one comment, but I think it was a big enough comment that he had to reshoot the whole thing. <laughs> oh, so, no. so he, what he did a great doing? job. He did a great job. It wasn't, it wasn't anything, but kind of just like a thing that you can't really do on YouTube. OK, so I, I'm not going to I mean, everybody's now waiting with bated breath. So if Nick hears this and he would like to post it on the HRCC podcast channel on Discord yes. when he gets it all, you know, when he does what he's going to do. By the way, Nick, you, you did a really good job. Your narration was really good. Your audio quality was really good. You know, you're, you're right there man. you're right in the wheelhouse. You just, Matt, need
1: Nick, I, I hope your video is a the- success because so many people want to know about uh, about mounts.
0: Oh yeah, there's a, I mean, yeah, you know, you, you can't always, <laughs> did you see the guy who mounted their Starlink on the, the hood of their car? No. Not the roof, the hood. What? The hood. This thing is, it's a huge dish. It's a huge dish. And he like bolted it to the That's hood. a huge dish. That's a huge <laughs> dish. <laughs> bolted it to the hood of his car and he got pulled over for oh, it. It's no. This is huge. It's blocking all of his view. I, oh man, it was so funny. Um. Yeah. Maybe
1: he sees by RF, you know?
0: <laughs> I don't know what he's seeing by, but it's it's whatever uh worldview Elon's got that he's he's looking at, I think.
1: Oh man, I wrote in uh Sarah and Alex's Tesla mm-hmm. for for the first time. For because the first time. He uh he actually got gifted a Tesla. I, pretty is, amazing. What a
0: weird thing to say. I know. It's such a weird thing to say. Here, have a Tesla. What?
1: And at first, I was like, "Wait, how do I open this door?" <laughs> he was like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Let me I'll get that and then and then I was like, "Oh, what a what an interesting, massive tablet you and have. nothing else
0: there's nothing <laughs> yes. else in the dashboard but this massive, huge screen.
1: and I was like, "What are these games? How can you open the games while you're driving?" <laughs> and then I was like... What, what is this? And there's like some menu of toys. And I was like, what?
0: Toys? Yeah, they got little like launchers in the car that just <laughs> shoot toys out at your children when they're bugging you. You just like fire one off.
1: It was a short drive, actually. Uh, I was only in the car because you had my car <laughs> and I was trying to get to the pool party.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they want to trade for a day, I'll drive the Alex
1: said the he Tesla. would. He wants to go off-roading in the, um, the uh,
0: Pro 4X and... I'm not just going to let him take the Xterra. I, I guess Having that, people that have never been off-roading take an offering card oh, and just go <laughs> I was gonna is say, a really bad idea.
1: I was going to say, I mean, I think Sarah would go with him.
0: <laughs> oh, thank God.
1: But, and then, you know, but so the kids were that in the That thing thrall. looks impassable.
0: Let's hit it doing 30.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: But one of the things is fart, right? And he didn't know how to operate the fart. Uh, machine.
0: Oh, okay. It's great.
1: And then I was like, wait a minute. You, the kids thought it was the most hilarious thing. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and I was like, you haven't done this with your kids? And he's like, no, I don't really let them ride in here. <laughs> Jeez. Not really. They just normally take their minivan. But then the kids were like, this is so cool. It's like the Batmobile. <laughs> Does the Batmobile like, have a fart button? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But then I was like, "No," because Elon Musk is a villain. Yes,
0: <laughs> we've suicide. learned.
1: So, Daddy's never getting a Tesla.
0: Probably not. No. <laughs> and
1: then, and then Ben's like, "He's evil Musk," and I was like, "That's, That's it, pretty
0: good. That's, That's it. it, Ben. You, you got it. it.
1: Evil Musk. That's evil what Musk. I'm calling him from now." on. <laughs> All right. Well, Nick signs off. So much good in each episode, even if it's a bit too short up. Thank you for putting so much of yourselves into each podcast. Nick, KJ7, and WK. Thank you so much, yeah, Nick. Yeah, thank you, Nick. And Nick, in addition to uh, venturing into video making, he is one of our superstar Glarg HRCC VEs. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, fantastic. And, Nick, don't get discouraged by to having talk. to
0: redo some stuff. It happens all the time. It happens to me all the time. Don't worry about it.
1: All right. Well, the next email is titled, Drop. Oh, no, I didn't send this to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great.
1: And this is from Derek. Hello, Leia and what I assume is Josh and Morse code. <laughs>
0: but. Da da da, yeah. da 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 da. Dit Okay, did, well, did, I'll did, just did, read did.
1: it. It's dit.
0: Da da da. Da
1: da da. Da da da. Da da Dit dit. Da da da. Dit dit dit. Dit 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 dit.
0: Yeah, it's close enough. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with
1: that. Here's an idea I've been using to passively learn Morse code. I've been setting my phone notifications to random CW words or phrases. I figure this could be a good soundbite for the board when you guys are reviewing a drink or wherever you feel it fits. Oh. 73 Derek N0 DCW. And you know, what? I'm just going to.
0: Just forward it to me. And then... There you
1: go. That's the soundbite. And I will send it on to you. But hopefully everybody heard it. Okay. All right. Thank you for that, Derek. That's super cool. I, what, what did it say, Josh?
0: I, I, what, I was trying to get the beginning Do of you want it. to hear it again? Yeah.
1: Let's try it again. That's really fast. I don't know what speed that's at. It feels fast to me anyway.
0: It ended in an R.
1: I don't know. You know what? Just go ahead and hop onto the I, HRCC <laughs> podcast channel and let us know what you think that said. <laughs> Thank you, Derek.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll have to. I don't <laughs> Anyway, I, I'd have to listen to it again. Sorry. I'm not prepared.
1: So the next email is titled Ham Radio Cruise. And this is from Brian. Mm. Leah, I work in the cruise industry and might be able to provide some guidance on this. Have Josh reach out to me. Uh, thanks, Brian, and to SNF. So thank you so much, Brian. I I will have Josh reach out to you. Um, Mike, who is of Oof Radio,
0: yeah, yeah, is
1: actually um, helping to put together a cruise in July of 2022.
0: I believe he is also in the industry, if you will. Right. Yeah.
1: And. I, we're we're trying to kind of work out the days so that the price comes down significantly.
0: Yeah, we're trying to make it ham affordable. Yes, <laughs> so you can still buy your radios that you're going to bring on board.
1: Right. <laughs> but what's kind of you're going to cool, have to have a cruise
0: radio, right? Yeah. In case, you, in case it gets damaged.
1: It's. Um. I believe the cruise is going out of Miami now. Which uh,
0: is yes. I think it. I think we are always aiming towards Miami, but.
1: I think it was originally Port Canaveral. No.
0: No? Okay. Nope.
1: Well, but now that I've heard, um, well, I watched the live stream mm-hmm. last weekend and it was about the Cuban jamming and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty interested in going to Miami.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: You know, uh, one, because there's a huge po- uh, Cuban population in Miami. Uh, but I think it would be fun to operate radio from Miami.
0: I mean, I don't know that you're going to have much time in Miami.
1: Well, it depends on when we fly in.
0: Oh, if you have like a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Alex is local in that area, I'm pretty sure.
1: Right. Give Alex a visit and then go have some really good Cuban food. And Oh, man. And really I should be a general Cuban. by then. So. Oh. So HF bands, right?
0: Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can operate under my call sign, but you know, what fun is that? You want to be able to do... Yeah, your own thing. Yeah, I
1: want to. I want to book some contacts from somewhere that
0: you want to book some contacts. Yes, yes, is that what is On that what the hand saying? Yeah,
1: I want to
0: not log contacts. No. We're gonna book them. Yeah, I'm book em, Dan-o. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i book them, Dano.
1: I want to fill out my uh, QRZ logs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know?
0: I, I I appreciate this. I I like the direction.
1: Uh, and I believe it's um uh, it's a Carnival cruise, so.
0: Which but, is the pretty much, I believe, the only cruise line that is ham friendly,
1: right? And I yeah. think that for a five day cruise, Mike has got it down to under five fifty per person, and then we're trying to see if we can. Is that right? Five. Don't quote me on that. But, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Leah, maybe we should stop talking about this until we know the final numbers. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I, no, I'm pretty sure it's. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Well, I can. Because we're going to. Jeez. And then we're, we're going to try to see what we can. Starting out. At,
0: at 582.
1: Oh, not even under 550. Sorry. Under 600 there per person. Go. Yeah. So. Uh, and again, man, I just. After after this past year and a half. I do. I really want to get on a cruise ship. (laughs) I do oddly miss cruises though. Well, because you literally worry about nothing, right? And then you get to go to different countries without having to go through and like deal with all of the traveling between it and navigating between it.
2: right?
0: Right. You're just like chilling.
1: You're literally going to be able to, instead of figuring out how to travel from place to place, you're going to be able to operate radio.
0: Yeah. Right,
1: like during the travel. Yeah,
0: let somebody so. else drive the ship.
1: Exactly.
0: We're good. I'm gonna play radio. Uh,
1: so thank you, Brian. Um, you know, we'll we'll reach out to you. It's really kind of you to um, offer to help, and we'll see if.
0: <coughs> yeah, I don't know how any yeah. of that works. Yeah, I think Michael's pretty much. Yeah, I don't want to step on control. Mike's toe yeah.
1: toes because it's really this is his uh, his baby. Yeah. All right. The next email is titled split mode operation. And this is from Chaz. Mm. Hello again, Leah and Josh. I really love the podcast and you're doing very good on the general questions lately, Leah.
0: You are. I
1: have no explanation for that. I, I don't either because you're not no studying for no it. I no explanation. The
0: podcast is be, working.
1: I just might be having a, a good run of easy questions. You, you are
0: getting some easier questions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So, jinxed
0: myself. (laughs) Yep, that's over now.
1: I do, however, have one nit to pick. Okay. Josh said about split mode for DX operation and how it can keep others from piling onto your signal. While not really incorrect, in my learning, it was stated that it is primarily due to the difference in allowable frequency range between different countries. A foreign operator may be able to transmit on a frequency that we hear in the U.S. may not have transmit privileges. But we, CSN, hear them, and they may listen for contacts on a frequency that they may not have privileges to transmit on, but can monitor for contacts. Of course, this applies much to much more than the U.S. Sure. Now I'll go and listen to the rest of the podcast. P.S., From my time in the South, I can only hear Huntsville in my mind.
0: Okay. Well, that's kind of a tomato-tomato thing. Like, it's a perk of it no matter how you use it. A lot of the guys uh, that I've seen use it, they will get into the extra portion to transmit. Mm -hmm. Because generals can listen in the extra portion. They can't transmit, though. And so that keeps them out of transmitting in that space. Gotcha. Which keeps the pile up on that frequency down.
1: Uh, PPS, the cruise sounds like a blast. Unfortunately, finances won't work. Enjoy. Totally understand.
0: Totally understand. Yeah. And by the way, this is, we're talking about this way early. Right, right. right. We've got a lot of time. Um, I'm not trying to sell you on it, but they do have like payment plans. Um, that, right, that, yeah. That's all worked out too, or will be worked out. So, you know, of course, do what's right for you. Of course.
1: Yeah, I mean... I'm particularly excited for the kids to be on the ship mm-hmm. and get a chance to see a bunch of people operating, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and them get excited about that and then also be able to go do other fun kid stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. It'll just be <laughs> so much of what uh, gets kids into things is how many memories they have of it, how many warm memories they have of doing this with their, uh, with their parents.
0: I think that's true, but I also think that it's, it's also a factor of like how excited someone is about a thing mm-hmm. that is semi-interesting. And sure. the infectiousness of that excitement draws kids in. Yes, yeah. And then that makes them interested in it. I mean, if you look at children's cartoons, it's all that. Like, that's oh, right. exactly what it is, right? There's not a lot of, like, sad sack children's cartoons, right? They're all, like, super energetic. Yeah, yeah. Right, and very focused on, like, showing you a thing, right? So, I mean, like, that's, that's what kids res- resonate with.
1: Chaz like signs off. Antennas. Be well, Chaz.
0: Be well, Chaz.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Chaz. And that's W2CHZ.
0: Okay, very good.
1: The next email is titled Minor Error in General License Answer.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Wait, is this right? No, this is from much before. There's something going on with my email box, I think.
0: Your box is all screwed up.
1: It is.
0: We're <laughs> <laughs> live, we're we're live to tape. Uh Fixing yes. the issues.
1: Oh, I see. Uh, so Thomas had last week. Provided, oh, he updated
0: and emailed the same subject. Yeah. Oh, okay. I
1: uh, had provided um, diagrams related to attached block diagrams for a receiver a filter type transmitter. Yes. And a phasing tape transmitter. Yes. And uh, they came through now, and I will put those in the show notes. <laughs> excuse knows. me. Are- um.
0: In the ham radio pod, or sorry, HRCC podcast chat on the Discord. Yes, yes. To catch people. Thank you so much, Thomas,
1: for following up with that. I appreciate it. I also learn very well with diagrams. So that's very helpful. Yes, very good. Um, The next email is titled Anti Shore Up Avengers Assemble. And this is from Scott. (laughs) I am not sure Mm -hmm. if this is a response to my tirade I went on in the HRCC podcast channel okay. on Discord about the best avenger.
0: Oh, yeah, you went on a hot take cuz you are this is your hill to die on. Like the, Iron Man Having is, you having you get like a hot take on a comic book hero, you're not really that person. Like in our entire relationship, you're never you've never been that person. I will do that. I can I, I like, can argue. I for like I like comic before. books. But you've never had like a hill to die on. Here is my, I am right. You are wrong.
1: Iron Man uh, is the best MCU superhero. I just that don't is agree. that I is just it. Don't
0: agree. I don't. And, agree. That,
1: and I got into an argument with the kids about it, and they went around quoting me after that. They were like, "Mommy went a little Haw- hard today, didn't?" Didn't <laughs> they were like, she, mommy said Hawkeye is a dumb superhero." <laughs> Black Widow, too. They can kick rocks.
0: <laughs> Those are all actual quotes.
1: Yeah. And then, and they're really, they're really for Thor, right? And Spider
0: Man. Ben's yeah. really for Spider Man.
1: And in the MCU, I understand this is not canon for Spider-Man.
0: Uh, so that's a very interesting point you're making because canon changes the character significantly. Like Spider-Man in the MCU is not nearly as powerful as right. Spider-Man is in like everything else Spider-Man.
1: But in the MCU, yeah. Iron Man is largely responsible for Spider-Man's success. He is the father figure. He is yes. He is the role model and he is the suit
0: maker. Yeah, but I think you're giving because too Marissa credit Tomei to can't
1: sew. I, I, guess. I think
0: you're giving too much credit to the suit.
1: But I will repeat what I said in the HRCC Discord, okay. and it is yes. Do you really want a superhero that shoots a sticky substance out of his extremities as your flagship
0: superhero? I think I, not. I don't know. I don't know. I, oh
1: man. I also don't get me wrong. I like the Hulk and Bruce Banner. But again, when we circle it all back.
0: His because Bruce Banner is actually very intelligent as well.
1: Yes. Yeah. But is there any other superhero that had, a, that had a terminal illness, turned it into a strength,
0: well that turned him into
1: a, a superhero and then used his intellect to cure himself? ...of his terminal illness while rema- while keeping his
0: superpowers. <laughs> I mean, but he, he doesn't have superpowers. He's, a, he made he's the them. best engineer. That is
1: that is way better than some dude who was born a god who throws around a hammer that now even Captain America can pick up.
0: Well, okay, then you're just... <laughs> I mean, that was also a little weird, the whole Mjolnir thing. I mean, okay, uh... With that said, and the entire
1: Guardians of the technically,
0: technically Captain America, best best Avenger, because he can ha- he can carry Mjolnir.
1: He was just some scrawny dude that was tested on. Okay, but
0: he's he's got better willpower than Iron Man, and he's arguably right everything political that Tony Stark was completely wrong on, and has the power of a thunder god
1: oh man this is a different podcast
0: aha so So i just beat you with canon
1: (laughs) this is a totally different (laughs) because we could go off on this for so long
0: i have never had a deep dive nerd out with you before on comic book heroes so that's that's interesting
1: i'm very upset about something you said here (laughs) we're gonna take it offline
0: the political comment
1: A whole lot of things (laughs) happened here.
0: Captain America. Mjolnir Cap? Come on. Come on.
1: Scott continues Greetings to the Queen of the Castle and Squire of the Shack.
0: That's good. That's good. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I started writing this after hearing you read and react to my last email, but left it unfinished for many weeks and have edited out much of my original now out-of-date text, but I left in my reaction After interior. I listened
0: to the five-hour podcast, Yeah, much of what I was going to comment on has been rendered moot.
1: So last Friday, I had just gotten to the point in the podcast where you were beginning to read my letter about the same time I needed to leave to pick up an online order from BJ's. I thought... Let me just hear their reaction to my letter, then I'll leave. Cue epic marathon (laughs) tangent. We did it again. We we did it again, Scott. Sorry.
0: This makes me feel like you should have some way to listen to things while you move about. (laughs) I feel like there's a way to do this.
1: Podcasts are so stationary.
0: (laughs) I have to kickstart my podcast machine to be able to listen to this. And make sure I got the petrol in the tank to get me through a whole five hours.
1: Achievement acquired.
0: Then you got to check the air pressure.
1: Oh. (laughs) Achievement acquired. Shore up obliteration. I listened for a while before realizing this is going to go on for a while. (laughs) (laughs) And giving up and finishing listening after returning. So
0: then I got my BJ's and I was eating cheeseburger pizza and uh, chilling and... Got up with the rest of it.
1: You're never gonna let the cheeseburger never, pizza ever. At BJ's I go. bring it up
0: every time I'm there. The servers are like I'm I'm eighteen years old. I don't know a world with a BJ's cheeseburger pizza.
1: I have to let you know it makes you sound very much like a Karen. Just order off the menu. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, no, because oftentimes when I ask about it, they they say we don't have it on the menu, but we have all the things that we can still make it. And so what say, is it that goes yes. in it? uh it's like the crushed tomatoes okay ground beef mm-hmm. it's a cheese and it's usually the yellow okay. cheese okay and then it has a special yellow cheese saucy kind of thing that goes onto it and pickles right. and pickles
1: no thousand island
0: that's a part of the the secret sauce that they use all
1: right yeah okay <laughs> regarding the po- uh the product soylent and josh's why would someone name it that comment the movie Soylent Green was only rather loosely based on the novel Make Room Make Room by Harry Harrison. <laughs> Harry Harrison? <laughs> That's like Jolkin Rolkin Rolkin Tolkien.
0: <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> Published in He ni- made
0: the Lord of the Necklaces.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Published in nineteen sixty six. Versus but- The Lord
0: of the Brooches from Bob Bobbertson. <laughs> <laughs> and in the darkness bind them with my brooch This is they too- played bridge forever in hell no, This is
1: way too nerdy of a podcast this week <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Published in 1966, but set in 1999. I haven't read the book myself, but I know a little bit about it. The novel featured a foodstuff called Soylent, so named because it was chiefly comprised of soy and lentil. In the novel, Soylent is neither green nor people. The creator of the pr- I, uh, the in-real-life product, Soylent, had read the novel but never seen the movie, so had no knowledge of the cannibalism aspect invented by the screenwriter. That is a big plot twist. <laughs> that
0: I feel like there are pop culture references that if you don't catch...
1: I don't know, man. Like,
0: what? what were you doing? Like, I've Here's never seen Silent Green. I understand the reference. I don't need to necessarily watch it. To understand that pop culture reference. Here's the thing. If you
1: you are such a focused person that has foregone the bulk of pop culture in your laboratory creation of a meal replacement called Soylent, you may have never been exposed to the reference. There, There are people who just don't know. I mean, we literally make jokes and and about sound clips from TikTok. There is a large population of people who have never been on TikTok, have no idea what we're, we're talking not, about. We're,
0: those are current pop references. Sure. We're talking about Charlton Heston.
1: But you don't know how old the creator old of Soylent so- is?
0: I feel like they, somewhere in the trappings of his, uh, trappings of his life, just, he would run into a reference to soylent green is people
1: and this is the expectation that older people have of younger people they get
0: very upset about it well i mean that i mean yes yeah okay sure this is like how do
1: you not know what a two dollar bill is this is
0: literally the (laughs) byproduct of getting old when people are like you know the save icon and you're like what and like that thing (laughs) that's the save icon you You mean mean the the floppy floppy disk disk? what's that True story. Yeah. Or like
1: the the icon for making a call is a phone receiver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From a phone that you would. My phone. Or, doesn't a rotary that. phone. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Or just <laughs> what a rotary phone is.
1: Right. right. They
0: don't know how to work a rotary phone.
1: Uh, really, we had the best of both worlds.
0: <laughs> I I don't know. I, okay, sure. The world before we we definitely the lived through it. Well, yeah, We you you and I specifically are of the generation that. Came out of the dark ages of no internet
1: mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. as
0: young children into the the light of the internet. So we I used to have type a certain
1: papers on, on a, a typewriter. typewriter.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did you have a typewriter that had the auto correct button? Did you have an autocorrect? that had literally had the little, thing little button? And then your mom you would could... get mad at you if you used it too much because those are more expensive than the ink cartridges.
1: Right, because they were just <coughs> ribbons that had whiteout on them. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Man, I miss, I, I miss my old typewriter. I wonder if my Lies. parents still have it. Lies. I'm gonna, that's when I'm going to start. I'm going to start writing a book on a typewriter.
0: Gosh. <laughs> I'm going to go to a Starbucks with a mechanical typewriter. You've got it. <laughs> that's how I write the book. I really can concentrate when there's like 90 decibels of noise around me. <laughs> I don't, I don't actually don't know if that's like appreci- appreciably uh, high <laughs> or not 90 decibels. I think it is, but I could be wrong.
1: Because I can't stop silly HRCC inspired mental images and potential T-shirt ideas from popping into my head while consuming HRCC media, allow me to exercise them from my brain with the preceding brain dump. But i I almost read, read that E-I-N-S, like, like employer identification numbers, but I he means Ein's, like Einstein. We'll, we'll go okay. When Josh recently said he wanted a boat, I imagined a caricature of Josh sitting in a rowboat seen from the stern with oars and stirrups on each side. Josh is holding an HT and calling CQ, and across the stem of the boat is written QRP Armada.
0: <laughs> I like it.
1: Zwai. Am I... Am I not getting the references here for? Well, keep going. Regarding the training of animals to string up random wire antennas. Yes, because squirrels, you know? jeez. Oh, Just train a squirrel, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Imagine a technical illustration with the bird in flight at the top. A line pointing to the bird uh, has above its beginning written African swallow. <laughs> And below the line, non-migratory in parentheses, below the bird being carried by its coconut and a line pointing to it. Above the line is written coconut and below the line gripped by the husk trailing behind and attached to the coconut is a line of cord. A line points to the cord with the writing above it saying antenna throw line. (laughs) That bird's carrying a lot.
0: Yeah. 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 Snap yeah. and swallow.
1: <laughs> so. Dre. Josh fooling around on a live stream inspired an alternate version of one of Josh's favorite shirts. I imagine a line art drawing on a solid background. To the right, in an illustration of a dialect with its toilet plunger eye stock replaced with a Yagi Uda. To the left are three words resonate, radiate, propagate that's pretty good
0: (laughs) that's really good but we'd catch hell for that
1: i love doctor who i do
0: too but we would catch i mean a dialect is yeah if we just straight up copy that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the only thing we did was we replaced the plunger tip with a yagi
1: what if instead of a dialect it is a uh tactical trash can (laughs) made into something that looks like an alien robot now we're talking
0: (laughs) now we're talking right yeah so if it's just a trash can like with just one wheel underneath it
1: yeah (laughs) just make it a trash dialogue
0: (laughs) that's that's really good
1: yes yes
0: that's really good (laughs) we are on you could almost do that with like all the major doctor who like villains (laughs) just change them (laughs) to some ridiculous version of it and put like a thing behind it that's funny that's really funny that's really good i like the trash dialect with the with the the, just one stick coming out of it that has a yak (laughs) (laughs) that's good that is good Nicely done, Matt. Uh, <laughs> Nicely done.
1: Well, Scott, if we make this shirt...
0: <laughs> That's funny. That is funny.
1: Uh, Scott continues, Vier, I imagine a scene in the simple tubular stick figure style. There is a split rail fence running across the scene. A stick figure person is in the middle, standing behind the fence. To one side is a laptop balanced on the top of one of the fence posts. To the other side is a radio balanced on top of another fence post with a wire running between the laptop and the radio.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The above scene is, uh, above the scene is the text HRCC WinLink Correspondent and below Outstanding in my field. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, yes, I I, okay. Yeah, <laughs> That is funny. Thanks for all the edutainment, uh, Scott. And... <laughs> he has uh, provided links for estimating the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow and a link to make room make room the uh, original the soylent yeah. recipe. Got it. Thank you so much Scott. I yeah, will drop you, those links in the show notes and I will let you know if we uh, end up making trash dialect. <laughs> All right. Uh the next email is titled 11 meter correspondent. This is our good old friend Drew that I think we are going to start peer pressuring into getting his technician.
0: <laughs> he can still be the 11 meter correspondent.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But just also have your license.
1: Yes. <laughs> Drew says, "Hi Leia and Josh. I'm back on the road again for work, meaning weeks at a time away from home. I try not to send long emails from my phone, so pardon me for playing catch-up while I'm at home. Let me get the two most painful things out of the way first. Josh. Yes. Regarding the Titanic. Wherever it sank... The Pacific or whatever? <laughs> North Atlantic. It was, it was on Atlantic. its way to New York.
0: I I don't remember. <laughs> and yeah, it's not cold enough in the nor- Northern Pacific to do it.
1: Like. I know. It's like, why would you be freezing in the Pacific?
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure you could still die in the water up there, no question, but still. I know, but he
1: would have been able to survive until help came. No,
0: probably not. You're still going to get hypothermic really fast. If the water's cold enough, you get hypothermia really fast. <sighs> If you just fell off the coast of Alaska and like, I'm just going to hang out here until...
1: Alaskan cruise, not okay. Right. Yeah.
0: Like, no. I was wrong. Yes. I I appreciate that.
1: Now that the corrections are out of the way. I hate to bring up really old stuff, but shredded wheat, you're not allowed to complain about how fast it gets soggy. It's designed to be eaten soggy. That's what makes it so good. It's literally the only cereal that's better when it's soggy than it is crunchy. And so a slow eater in my youth, it was clearly the best cereal for me. This is not up for debate. Don't come at me with that heathen nonsense about dunking it in milk. <laughs> now on to signs. You may have been dunked. Okay, so somebody came at me with a hot take that one of my favorite crackers, which is a Trisket, mm-hmm. Is really just a savory shredded wheat.
0: Oh, I don't know. You put it and in now, milk.
1: And now, I I feel like I've really done shredded wheat wrong here.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So, uh, I guess if I get some plain shredded wheat and put that in milk, will it be? I mean, some plain triscuits and put it in.
0: I. You know? I, I, all of this. Will is, it
1: make me a savory porridge?
0: I've never had a cereal where I was like, yes, I want 100% of this to be soggy.
1: Grape nuts. You already said grape nuts.
0: I don't want 100% of any of grape nuts. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't want any grape nuts.
1: You got to eat grape nuts really fast.
0: I'm just saying, again, I'm not saying don't do this. Do your thing. I'm I'm fine with you doing it. I acknowledge that there's people who took grape nuts and microwaved them, right? right? That was the whole thing. Yes. I didn't do this. This is what this you're was not to me. my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You got an email from Sideboom. I think that's a handle. I also think Sideboom may be another C beer, perhaps, of the quote unquote Super Bowl variety. That whole got down thing is the giveaway. Did he sign off bye 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 by any chance? Allow me to explain the Super Bowl. Next time you're in proximity to a CB, check out Channel 6 or Channel 11. This is where the big boys go to play. Operators with less than 10k watts need not apply. The whole point is, as far as I can gather, to key down on everyone else for as long as possible while talking trash and nonsense, thus locking down the channel. Yes. On on days when conditions are right, I get bleed over. I can hear 11 on 13 from Chicago, Atlanta, and somewhere in Florida on the sand pile all at the same time. It's quite annoying. (laughs) These folks often in a transmission with just got down so that everyone knows when (laughs) when you hear all the other people come in that the only reason you hear them is because they got down off the key and let someone else talk.
0: Yeah. That's a real thing.
1: There's a reason my radios are set to bypass 6 and 11 in scans. <laughs> That's
0: interesting. interesting. Yeah.
1: You make me want to get on our CB radio. That's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> now, on, uh, on a more wholesome front, I'd like to address the idea of holding a flashlight for dad. Uh, we had yeah. previously mentioned, you know, how much you learned... Or at least how many of us had to hold a flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how great our kids are at it. (laughs) Just solid flashlight holders.
0: They have the the strongest attention. (laughs) And they're really good at focusing on putting the light on one spot.
1: (laughs) Don't you have a clamp for this, (laughs) Dad? Yeah, it's called a headlamp, son. I consider myself a pretty fair mechanic. After all, if you turn an excavator over... uh, out in the woods getting it back upright and running is pretty much on you wow
0: i'm gonna go with like field engineer uh (laughs) in addition to uh, mechanic (laughs)
1: yes I carry enough tools to make that happen. I owe much of my mechanical prowess to my father. Since I grew up on a farm and farmers would never make any money if they had to pay someone else to fix equipment, I spent a great deal of time in my formative years holding lights and fetching this or that wrench. However, not every child will grow up to find a day-to-day need for the mechanical skill set that can be learned holding the light for dad. Sure. The skill that can be honed to perfection, holding the light that almost everyone can grow into a regular use for is swearing. It is entirely likely that when you encounter a person who can't seem to string together a properly proficient string of cursing doesn't include multiple versions of the F word, demonstrating a lack of vocabulary and creativity. (laughs) That person has never held the light for dad. Did your dad curse when he was fixing stuff?
0: Not really, but you, you have to. My dad was an airplane mechanic. Right, right, right. which, yeah, flip over excavators, go nuts. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a better mechanic than you. I'm not saying that, but he's been doing it. He was doing it since the Vietnam War, right,
1: right, right.
0: So by the time I get to him working on a a 1967 Mustang, it's like, what? (laughs) Why is he get curse over this? Like nothing. This cannot throw him any surprises.
1: My dad's worst curse word was, uh, was BS. Like, like
0: said, yeah, BS. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he would. <laughs> That's when you know it was really going south.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: For everybody who's on TikTok, there is a sound. <laughs> That Josh and I got lost in today. Yeah,
0: it's an engineer related one. It's very funny.
1: And it, it is stringing together quite a few curse words a lot. and name calling yes. to engineers. Yeah. And it's going over all of these engineering fails, mainly uh, based off of trucks. Right. right? Like uh, one of the big ones was on the bottoms of different trucks. <laughs> when you remove the, the oil plug. Yes. It hits other parts
0: of the car. (laughs) Yes. And just sprays oil everywhere. It's wonderful.
1: On one of them, it was hitting the frame.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it was. I think it was part of the differential or something. Or it was the transmission. It, no, yeah, it was the frame. Yeah, And just blast oil all over yes, the place. it's just so ridiculous
1: everywhere. Yeah,
0: so ridiculous.
1: The other really good sound, if you can find it, is uh, the world of OSHA violations. Yeah. That, that awesome is, is still too. my
0: favorite one. <laughs> Whenever I'm, I catch up on that song every once in a while, it is so funny.
1: It is people doing... The uh,
0: sketchiest things.
1: Yeah, usually in construction, though. Yeah. And it is either sketchy or just outright dangerous. Right, right, right. <laughs> Sometimes brilliant, though. Sometimes like you're like, I knew where you were headed with this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and Josh, yes. uh, Drew continues. Yes. Before I get into the interesting radio part of this email... Don't short the peanut butter and honey sandwich. A good natural peanut butter is fairly healthy and a calorie-dense food. Add some honey to it for a little energy kick, put on some whole-grain bread, and it's a good meal to pack in a woods. And yes, Drew, you did spell that right.
0: (laughs) I-N-N-A, woods.
1: For uh, any number of things, playing radio, just hiking, or building a trail someone else can hike and play radio on. It's a common fixture in my lunch because none of it requires refrigeration and I
0: can store
1: and make it in a hotel room.
0: Good point. Yeah. There's, I mean, well, honey is mostly shelf stable until it starts to crystallize, but. Even when it's crystallized, it's. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have any problem with that. And by the way, that's not a sign that it's bad. You just reheat it up and it goes back to clear.
1: One of Edison's favorite sandwiches is actually peanut butter and honey. Or no, it's Ben's. Edison is jelly.
0: How about peanut butter and butter?
1: I bet that's delicious.
0: That was Shelby's favorite.
1: I, I could get behind. I'm, I'm more of a savory. Oh, you are. Yeah. yeah. So the idea, and I used to make PB&Js for the kids, and they mm. were not having it.
0: Yeah, no. I'm generally the person that will do that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and uh, I don't ever pack them PB&Js no. for lunch. They'll
0: eat the heck out of some Uncrustables, though. Yeah. They'll kill. I don't know what
1: the ratio of sugar to it's everything else 100%. is. In the,
0: <laughs> the bread has sugar.
1: Now, Josh, interesting radio development, Drew says. Mm. On August 5th, the FCC will seriously discuss allowing yes. FM transmissions on 11 meters.
0: This happened.
1: Please discuss this. What might it mean in terms of opportunities for drivers on 19 to communicate more clearly on days when there's a lot of skip traffic? Will the interference make the channels unusable for AM or SSB? Well, I have a radio that has FM as an option. I've never messed with it. Yes, I have a mobile uh, 10-12 meter radio that also has 11 meter on it. It's a great-sounding radio, and I love how well it works on sideband. And it's, been, uh, it's long been my excuse for all the time I spend studying for my ticket. One day, I'll either be somewhere I can take the online test or be somewhere that a local test is being given on a day I have free. But meanwhile, tell me about FM and why this might be good or bad for 11 meters.
0: It's just going to make the audio quality better. Yeah? Yeah, it'll make it sound clearer. Uh, When you're talking to somebody, particularly if you have a good signal on them, if you have a bunch of people that are interfering, though, you're still going to get the capture effect and it's going to be the strongest signal is the one that you're going to hear the most of. Mm -hmm. And if there are people under them that are still transmitting, you're going to hear like and like interference. It's still going to be there. It doesn't FM doesn't get rid of interference. It just makes a different tone.
1: Why are they doing this?
0: I don't know why, but they did. This happened um, in, in his email. Since since his email came in, like it, it's, I think it's gone into effect. I think it's gone into effect. I have to look it up. There's no reason not to, really. There's no reason not to. It makes the radios more efficient. Um, they're they're going to be a little bit better in close-in comms. The kind of stuff. FCC
1: is like, truckers, you're keeping the country going. Have whatever you want. <laughs> You want FM on 11 meters? You can have it. You can have everything except for, you know, all except for time off, I guess.
0: Yeah, FM has been legalized. So, yeah.
1: Uh, Drew continues. Sorry, I couldn't play my part in shoring things up. But thank you both so much for the continued entertainment and education as I uh, keep building more trail. This is still one of my favorite podcasts because of the genuine good humor and the banter between the two of you. Thank and you. And I love it when y'all get tickled and start laughing about silly things that we get to laugh along <laughs> we, we with to you know. about. We do.
0: And hey, again, I'll say I, I respect CB Radio and all the other radio services that are, mm-hmm. that are in our, our quiver of capabilities. I, again, Do you think love this is going to
1: have an impact on ham radio at all? No. You don't think it might discourage people from getting licensed because they can just...
0: Again, it it's not a it's not a one or the other game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, look at look at everything I do. At one time, at what time have I ever been like, "Well, I could never do that thing. I'll never buy one of those." Sure. Why not have ham all radio, CB, GMRS, all of the things? All of the Because things. it's expensive, Josh. Think of the Alice in Wonderland tea party. It's just clean plate, clean plate, move down, move down. You just keep or is it clean cup? It's clean cup, clean, it's, cup uh-huh. clean cup, move down, move down, and you just keep, you know, just adding more to the tea party. That's it. You and I,
1: you and I, see money spending in a very different way. Yes, <laughs> it's not so easy just to buy radio after radio.
0: I mean, and everything it is very goes- easy to buy radio after radio, actually.
1: I mean, some Did people. Did you want to
0: go a little bit deeper than that? <laughs> Logistically, it's very simple.
1: Well, I mean, for some people, they're going to choose between whether they buy a CB radio or a ham radio, based off of the funds and function that that each provide. Sure. Some people don't have endless funds, or don't have wives that are willing <laughs> to.
0: No. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I understand and respect that point. However, I will come back with the price of all these radios has become ridiculously cheap. A Baofeng is 25 bucks. CB radios, you can get a CB radio for under 100 bucks, right? Okay. This is this is not expensive when we're talking about this type of stuff. Like when the FM CB radios start coming out, which they inevitably will mm-hmm. after this, there's going to be A flood of Chinese CB radios that start coming into the market that do FM and they're not going to be very expensive. It's it's not going to be a big deal. Okay. So in this specific instance. Now, if you're talking about like some of the more expensive ham radio gear, totally understand your point. In this case, it's, yeah, it's sure. Okay. Buy a GMRS handheld. What is that? 60 bucks. Okay. That's not that expensive. For a good one, 60 bucks. Okay. Right? Not that big a deal.
1: Drew signs off 73s from a dedicated 1X listener. Thank you, Drew. Drew, a.k.a. Trailhound.
0: Right on. Thanks.
1: Awesome. Thanks. Well, hopefully that kind of answered your question. (laughs) Hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) The next email is titled... Oh, there's no title. And this is from John. Leah, after catching up with last month's podcast, I'd like to thank you for sharing your family's history with your fans. A personal touch to the podcast makes a big difference. The, I mean, well, yeah, that's really nice. John. I agree. Thank you. There, um, I guess about a month ago, we talked about my family's uh, journey to the U.S. and why they are so extremely patriotic.
0: Yeah, you know, what was wild. Is when I finished last week's live stream, mm-hmm. and Alex uh, joined us on the Discord.
1: Alex is the uh, the Cuban ham radio operator.
0: Yeah, and he told a story. Very much like your parents' story, yeah, and he f- attempted to flee from Cuba um, twice, first time, got pulled back. And the story that he went through, and he had radio, right? So he was using his radios mm-hmm. to like you know help help them out. There was so many pings of that that I was like, as he was going through his story, reminded me of your parents talking about their story.
1: I think it's um it, it must be very both painful and ironic to my parents that they successfully came to a country for freedom mm-hmm. um and because their kids I, not so much me i think um i I have a close enough relationship with them and heard so many more of the stories growing up, and I already watched them kind of struggle and go from having nothing to where they are now. Mm -hmm. Um, But my siblings grew up with really none of that experience of like going through poverty, right? right? And they now have their their entire worldview is so sheltered from you're the talking about your siblings. actual yeah yeah the actual devastation
0: there's no firsthand account for them like right. they, they can't draw any parallels
1: they, they can't even wrap their minds around
0: how could this ever happen
1: right like it could not right. it, that it's that it could not happen today right and it's like are you looking at what's happening in Cuba?
0: I mean, literally every person throughout history has said that can't happen today. Yeah. That can't happen now.
1: And whats uh, it's so heartbreaking to watch people come in and basically tell Cubans who are living through it. This is, this is a traumatic time that they're living through. Right. And Cuban-Americans especially, who are in the U.S. and, and Maybe
0: want Maybe they're estranged from help. their family. They want to help. But what if, I mean, there's a lot of Cuban-Americans in like Miami Yes. that have family in Cuba. Right. And, and they depend on the internet and in some cases, ham radio to talk to them. Right.
1: And the fact that there are people who have no idea what it's like... To be in Cuba, no idea what it is to be a Cuban-American who made it to the U.S. to establish a life and totally invalidate how what they feel about the situation.
0: It's crazy. And I got I got heat over it on my video from people that, you know, I don't want to um, provide an intention for what I think they believe, but I think they might be pro-socialism, pro-communism, you know, whatever. And I got a couple of Twitter comments like that, too. And I just always go back to, well, this is, you know, apropos, this is two people, you and I talking, neither one of us have experienced communism. Right. But then we have actual people in our lifetime that know communism. Yes. And have experienced it. And they're telling you a different story. Now... Those are people who fled from it. And we're hearing the trials and tribulations they went through to get away from it so that they could speak freely on the topic. And the people who are for it are the ones that are still there.
1: Well, not everybody who's still there but the is ones for it. but the ones yeah. that
0: are on that side, right? Right. So one must ask themselves, if it's so great, why are there so many people that are trying to get away from it? Sure. Right? Sure. So I mean, that to me, in, in, in breaking it down in simple terms, but, I would just rather let the people that have lived through it speak their story right, and listen to what mm-hmm. they're saying. Yeah. And sure, get a bunch of them. Get a bunch of people who are like, no, this is great. And this is, and the other people who are like, this is horrible. Well, okay, do that enough times and you may come across, if you truly just open yourself up to listening, you may get, I don't know, something that takes you outside of the talking points, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think. It's true. The next email is titled, Length of Podcast. Oh. And this is from ZL4KYH.
0: ZL4, okay. ZL's in the house.
1: Where is ZL? New Zealand. Oh. Hi, Leia and Josh.
0: Or is that Australia? I yeah. don't know. Okay. Somebody I,
1: I expect me. you to know these I answers. I know, right? I was listening to the latest podcast on a nine-hour drive home and was disappointed it was only three hours and 20 minutes (laughs) long. Yeah, it's
0: it's New Zealand.
1: The one time I needed a longer podcast to listen to. You
0: let me down. I am unsubscribing (laughs) from your show for the lack of high-quality content. You know what? I take it back. I don't want high quality. I just want a lot of it. (laughs)
1: Keep up the good work. Also, this email is being sent via Winlink, DX from ZL to VK. There you go. Nice. 73 ZL k KYH. So
0: if ZL is New Zealand, where is VK, Leia? I have no idea. It's Australia.
1: Why would it be? I mean, ZL makes sense because it's like
0: ZL. Zealand. Right? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> And that's, you know, I bet that they all got into a boardroom and they're like, all right, gentlemen, we got to come up with a prefix for the call signs. Well, we are New Zealand. So how about Zealand? <laughs> Bob Bobbertson, get out of the room.
1: <laughs> that Bob
0: Bobbertson. <laughs> get right out.
1: What, uh, but why VK, you know?
0: Uh, next in the alphabet, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a Wikipedia article that'll explain Excellent. the whole thing. I don't know the history, and in fact, Hayden never told me. We did a, we did an Australian license video with Hayden. Oh, and I don't know that we covered that. I did cover that with Callum. Callum uh, went through all the crazy prefixes uh, in Great Britain.
1: Great Britain. Well, it's a, it's a lot of different countries, right? Sure. So.
0: But but even just within proper. England land. Really? There's all kind of, yeah, there's all kinds of. It's break-up. not
1: a very large landmass. No, yeah, country. no.
0: Yeah, and it, it's, there's, and all there's a of lot of prefixes? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. pretty cool. It's pretty interesting.
1: Well, hopefully this podcast is long enough for you. <laughs> the next email is titled, Smoking Cheese, Not to be Confused with the Smoking Ape right very very different the and this smoke is from and cheese Adam. uh the background for this is in the hrcc podcast channel on discord
0: yes we now we're, we're getting emails totally unrelated to the podcast <laughs> We're getting wait, based on the chat room
1: we were talking about no actually it might have been on facebook on the facebook group
0: I, all uh, i know is i a, saw this like after the fact i'm like why didn't you just come talk to me about this leah what? We watched the Alton Brown video like a decade ago where he built a cold smoker out of a locker for okay. cold smoking sure kids.
1: enough. Oh, it was you had posted a picture of your fridge front.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, with right? stickers, yeah.
1: And the natural responses were, hope it doesn't have too much RFI and yeah. things like that.
0: and it's fine. It's clean.
1: But uh, one of the comments was, Cougar's cheese. I think there's medicine for that or something.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: <laughs> and I was like, Cougar's cheese is delicious. Cougar's gold. <laughs> yeah, Cougar's Cougar gold. gold is delicious. Yeah. And uh, Adam chimed in and he said that he smokes Cougar's gold. I'm gonna have that to is
0: such f- such a good idea.
1: I will post in the show notes the link to Cougar's gold again. I think I it's know I've Cougar posted Cougar
0: gold. It's not Cougar's gold.
1: But it's because it's the The college. Yeah. So it's Cougars gold. Okay, Because the gold belongs to the Cougars. No.
0: (laughs) Anyway. 49er ass (laughs) Cougar.
1: So, uh, yeah, he says he these cheese wheels are very big. It's
0: Cougar gold cheese.
1: Okay, fair enough. The the wheels are quite big. They come in a can. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: WSU. Washington State University. It's not
1: actually realistic.
0: Oh, it's awesome to
1: open one of these cans for a small, like for just randomly. It's got to be like for a party or something. I'm gonna
0: open up a whole can of this cougar. (laughs) He's gonna
1: be eating cheese every day. It is a
0: big (laughs) can of cheese.
1: But Adam mentioned that he smokes this. Right, that's a brilliant idea. It's probably one of the best cheeses to smoke, actually, because it's so large and it's hard. Yeah. So uh, he uses a uh, tube pellet smoker Mm -hmm. uh, that he got at Cabela's, and he sent me a link. I'll post it in the show notes. Oh, Adam says, here's what I mentioned in the Facebook comments. Works best in winter cooler months. It does not really raise the temp much, but you need 20 to 30 degrees outside temp versus melting temp to play with. I have it down pretty good and we'll send you all a care package once it cools down. Love mm. the podcast. Wish I had a merch idea. Thanks for all you do. Adam, <laughs> <Go Coons>. W <Wow. laughs> A seven C U G Goku. Wow. AKA the call site. That is, that's awesome. Adam.
0: Yeah. Yes. It's a, um, it's a delicate balance that you have to strike in maintaining smoke right. and heat.
1: The next email is from Greg titled vacations and beer.
0: Oh, oh my.
1: Leia, not all moms don't get to relax when on vacation. Uh, Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? Uh, worst thing <laughs> this to tell is, her. This Why is a world. <laughs> when we go on vacation, I do most of the cooking. Greg. Greg, your <laughs> wife is such a lucky yes. woman. Yes. <laughs> when we camp, I cook every dinner and most brunches. When we go to the beach, I cook at least three dinners for the week. The rest are split between the other families that we usually vacation with. Wow. When camping, my wife sits in her camp chair and does her cross-stitch a lot. Same for when at the beach. She does cross-stitch, shops at the outlets, hits the beach, or soaks in the hot tub.
0: What? What have you done?
1: This is this is something that a mom can have?
0: What, what have you <laughs> done? my life,
1: cooking. This isn't is why a, you're
0: not going to get videos. Just, <laughs> this turns into
1: cooking isn't a chore for me. I like cooking. Since I do the cooking, I don't have to do as much cleanup, which lets me drink some beer and relax yeah. by the pool nice. or in the hot tub. You're telling me that even if you do cook, you don't have to clean up after. What is happening right now? <laughs> I think I have been time, vacationing. Helps all wrong. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone.
0: <laughs> I help people. There are some people who should help but don't.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. Some mm-hmm. folks.
1: You you help. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, I do. Sure. Oh, mm, mm. I do. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm very helpful.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Greg continues. <laughs> I thought I'd send you the first pick of my new acquisition. Just got the FT. 891. Cut
0: a new Kenwood dishwasher.
1: To put in a go box. Nice. In order to make Poda a little easier and keep everything together. And check out this cool koozie that came in the mail today. Ooh. So the picture is not in the email either. Greg, if you could send me that picture or go ahead and post it in the HRCC podcast channel, uh, that would be great. That's always one of
0: my favorite office tropes. What? When you get an email, uh, please reference the attachment for the... Uh, I need you to take a look at this and get I'm back to me I'm really
1: there. excited to see this, though.
0: No, me too. But I, <laughs> I get a lot of those where it's like, uh, I need you to review this attachment and then get back to me at the end of the day. It's like, okay. Yes. Did you want to send me an attachment? Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Good.
1: <laughs> Greg signs off 73, Greg, and 3, GDS. Thank you Thank so you, much, Greg? Greg. The next email is titled... Ham Radio in TV. And this is from Ooh, Douglas. These. Yes. We did an entire episode of the podcast on Ham Radio in media. And I right? try to include
0: them when I get pictures from TV on uh, on the stream, the live stream. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Doug says, I was watching The Walking Dead on yes. Tuesday and noticed during season 10, episode 5, a go box of sorts that the two doctors were talking on are we caught up on the walking no, dead
0: no yikes no what caught by? eye was a main character that died in one of a season or two ago and i haven't watched it since then
1: because he's gone right yeah yeah i don't know so if was, him
0: specifically or it was just there's so many things about the walking dead that bother me and i don't want to go on a big tangent mm, but okay <laughs> with that said uh they don't use enough 22 I just don't understand why.
1: I know. Town you is so fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You're, you're cracking a skull, right? And, and they're like rotten zombie skulls. Like you can have a line of people with a bunch of 22s. I'm not saying get rid of the ARs. I'm just saying you can carry a lot more 22 than ARs or a round that's lightweight and they'll still do the job.
1: Is it because it's just not as impressive?
0: Oh, of course. Right. It's got to be big, big boom in AK-47s and and ARs. Sure. And they don't use ham radio at all. There's no ham radio. That's not true. There's almost no ham radio. In the first season
1: there was. That's how Morgan meets um, Rick.
0: All I'm saying is that (laughs) there would be a lot of ham radio in that world. Fair enough. Like, they got on horses to go between... You know what? You
1: should definitely tweet at walking dead about this issue. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, but I mean like think about it. All the season with Negan, like when he's coming up to power and all the little communes mm-hmm. are getting built up. How do they communicate? They hop on a horse and ride. Well, or Douglas walk has something to ride. add here. Okay.
1: What caught my eye was the power pole connectors just yes. before the 38 minute mark nice. as well as a few other pieces. The radio was some sort of 2 meter 440 rig. It's about time. There you go. Now you can watch it again. Uh, yeah, you I, back I gotta on catch board? Up a little
0: bit. I gotta catch up.
1: You're just too deep into the Pacific right now. Oh, you're, yeah. You're, you get into a specific show and you're just that's like, it. that's what There's I There's only like three more episodes. If though. I have time, this is what I will use to fill that time. And it's the Pacific Forged in Fire, which you watch with the boys. The boys
0: love it. Love it. Doug Marcada. Seafood Doug is like <laughs> man.
1: And then uh, with you and I, we're watching Clarkson's Farm
0: upon oh, the the podcast recommendation. There's so many good, so many good shows out there, not enough time. There was something else I needed. Jeremy's to get. so funny. I I I watched top I watched every season of Top Gear, and you just could not be bothered to watch it. Jeremy is like that in everything, and he's super catty. And I, stuff too. It's I so watched funny. Top
1: Gear with you. That's how I know who Hammond is, and uh, very
0: rarely though. And
1: that the one guy who started Captain out Slow. very, um, very attractive and then aged poorly. What's his name? Uh, <laughs>
0: what? I just know him as Captain Slow. Uh,
1: that's not Hammond.
0: Hammond is the short one, and then the tall one that reminds me of Dave.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. He's that Captain Slow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Doug signs off. K I seven L I K. Thank you for that. I think you might have set us back on James the May walking dead path.
0: James May. Yes,
1: James May. All right. The next email. This is going to be a big a big deal. Oh. Because it is from our volunteer podcast co producer. Which one? Rob.
0: Rob. Oh, okay. boy.
1: So we, we're going to go through the whole thing right the now. The yes. whole thing. <laughs> Hang on to your butts. This yes. email is titled, Breaking News. Hey, Leia and Josh. Greetings from your Corpus Christi correspondent. With the help from Special Agent Carol, I have obtained top secret audio from Decatur, Alabama, less than 30 miles from Ground Zero, Huntsville, I deputized Carol to document how natives pronounce the name of the city.
0: So he's on-scene reporter. Yes. Well, Carol is, but he's like the the broadcast studio.
1: She recorded only those who grew up within 25 miles of Huntsville, and still live there. The one exception is a Boeing manager in Huntsville who has worked there 41 years but was born in Kansas Mm. for the first time ever. People will hear this audio obtained exclusively for the ham radio crash course. Hopefully, it will turn out better than Ger- Geraldo Geraldo, Geraldo Geraldo's, Geraldo Rivera's infamous live broadcast, "The Mystery of Al Capone's Vault."
0: Oh, I thought the one where he caught a chair in the face and broke his nose.
1: As a special bonus feature, I end with audio of Texas natives pronouncing the name of Huntsville, Texas. Hopefully this will not spark a knockdown drag out of which state has the best barbecue. Josh, perhaps we can twist your arm to try some Alabama barbecue while you're there and report back in an August podcast. Probably. I did not know that Alabama barbecue was a thing, but now I'm sure you not only must get it, you must bring some home. <laughs> so good luck good luck getting ribs and your go box for yeah, was- TSA. <laughs> I will be back soon with more coverage and now roll the tape. Good morning, this is David Seitz. I'm a manager at Boeing in Huntsville, Alabama. How
0: do you pronounce it? Huntsville? Huntsville. Will you pronounce Huntsville. this word? Huntsville. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's What's the T has Huntsville. not fallen off at Thank you. End. Listen, listen. Huntsville. Okay, pronounce this word for me. Huntsville. 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 Hey, Jeff, pronounce this word for me. Huntsville. How do you pronounce this word? Huntsville. Huntsville. Okay, now. That was a strong one. Let's hear how those crazy Texans say it. Huntsville.
2: Huntsville. 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 (laughs) Huntsville. Huntsville, 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 Huntsville,
1: Huntsville, Texas. Is that really how you say it? That's
0: Huntsville, Texas.
1: Right. Right?
0: (laughs) Yes. That was fantastic.
1: I feel like I have really offended some Alabamans in Texas.
0: Well, Dixie's in Alabama, Dixie DX, and Uh she like yelled at me on the live stream. She's like, it's Huntsville. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like okay, what do you want me to say? The the people at Boeing were playing a a dramatic and like long trick on me.
1: Uh, Rob also includes a second email saying I'm back with more exclusive audio. <laughs> I asked Alabama native Roger Strick
2: <laughs> yes he to did.
1: weigh in on our discussion, and he did so emphatically mm-hmm. by the authority invested in me as honorary podcast producer, I humbly request that you roll the tape. You won't regret it.
2: And here we go. It's Huntsville, (laughs) Alabama. It's Huntsville with a T. It's Huntsville, (laughs) Alabama. That's the way it will always be. He's not silent. (laughs) No serie. It's in the middle of the word for all to see. You can't just erase it. That's for sure. Please don't say Hunsville round here, no more. Please don't say Hunsville round here no more. Beautiful. Huntsville, Alabama. Woo! Beautiful. Amazing! That
0: was so good,
1: Rob. Your podcast producing just top
0: notch. <laughs> I just, I almost wanted to save that one for the end, like sure. do the last one and then like, sure, drop this massive bomb because does he does he have more to this? Does he uh, mention that
1: is his last email this week?
0: Should yes. we mention all of this?
1: Oh my gosh, Rob! Rob not only delivered audio drops, Rob delivered.
0: A Package on, drop,
1: yes, including a letter yes. written on, <laughs> on spiral notebook required, paper, Required podcast
0: <laughs> leaflets it's, of paper. It's
1: the only way Josh will accept letters now. <laughs> it's it. nail mail must only come that's on unripped out spiral yeah, bound. That's
0: and it's not even and it's a proper spiral bound. There's no. It's not the perforated kind where he just ripped. It out.
1: Right, because the one the hate mail you received had perforations. Yes,
0: this is a proper spiral <laughs> round. So I'll, I'll read it, and then we can. Well, it'll it'll cover a lot of this, but this is Rob and Corpus Christi, Nathan's cohort. I was looking for a way to express my appreciation for all you do for clueless hams like me. Last month, you mentioned that you almost bought a Times Microwave LMR four hundred prep tool. So I got one for you to keep. Which is insane. That is awesome. That is
1: so generous. And it
0: it could not be at a a better time. I'm about to overhaul the coax in the house. What? I'm going to rerun the coax. I'm going to clean it all up. It's going to look great. Because it's like kind of weird on the side of the house right now.
1: Oh, that sounds wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's going to look really nice. Yeah. You
1: should run gutters while you're at it.
0: (laughs) Okay, we can talk about that. Yeah, Uh, let's see. This is part of a care package that includes some Big Bob Gibson's barbecue sauce from Decatur, Alabama. I had Oh, them. so
1: this is like signature yeah, this Alabama, is Alabama barbecue. Sauce. I,
0: I guess you could say this is Alabama barbecue. But, well, at least the, the sauce flavoring. I don't it's know. It's actually this,
1: a championship red sauce that That's won right. first place. Yeah. Best barbecue sauce on the planet as. Uh, as denoted by the American Royal International Barbecue Sauce Contest in Kansas, Missouri.
0: Which Kansas... Kansas is, City, sorry. Kansas, Kansas City, City is uh, very well known for for their uh, sauces and barbecue as well. So he says, I had them ship it directly to you in case there is a way to get it to keep from getting spoiled in the heat. I'm also including a cool amateur radio first day cover, which is this amazing envelope that has an image of the ARRL first day of issue. And it was taken during the Alaskan disaster. Ham shortwave radio operators worked around the clock, transmitting and receiving vital messages. And it says honoring radio operators, 50th anniversary of the ARRL.
1: I think Josh is going to frame that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get some
0: socials on it, but yeah. it's got a stamp on it. And it's a, uh, it's been a cleared. I mean, that's a really nice envelope that it's yeah saved. I mean, this is a first issue. So it's like, It was never used. I don't think this was put in post. Right, that's designed to be that way. So I'll take a picture of it and I'll put it in. We'll put it in the podcast, the podcast chat on the Discord. Let's see, and that's great. It was it was beautiful. I'm still a kid at heart. He said on the podcast you mentioned doing a review of the prep tool.
1: This stamp is only a five cent stamp, so you know how old this is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, sixty four ish. Yeah. Right.
1: And from Anchorage, Alaska, actually, the stamp. The stamp is? The stamp says Anchorage, Alaska, December fifteenth, nineteen sixty four.
0: The stamps the pink thing on the right? Purple thing?
1: No, this that's not, stamp in the middle.
0: Oh oh oh, that's the um, postmark. Yes. Okay. The stamp is the right, right, thing on right. the right. Okay. Just want to make sure I understand. It is a stamp. Yes. That is an actual stamp that they stamp.
1: I know. I I did did it for our wedding invitations because they were so thick. They couldn't run them through (laughs) the machine, so I had to hand cancel them.
0: (laughs) Uh, I remember that. Uh, It continues. On the podcast, you mentioned doing a review. Yes, I am. Some reviews say it works better or best with TM cable. Of course they do. They want you to use uh, Times Microwave cable, which is really good stuff. But my tech friends says it works well with any manufacturers. And that's my understanding as well. So that might be a good test. And of course, the ripped out paper is a protest against the PhD jerk who wrote you last year. Thanks again. I wish you and Leia all the best. Rob. Has Aww, it really been a year since I got you. that? Since I got my first ripped out spiral letter?
1: Well, I mean, it was 2020 and we're in 2021 now.
0: Right? Yeah, beautiful. So Leia's going to... Take some pictures. You don't have to do it right now because we're in the middle of a podcast. Right, She's already, yeah. you, your social <laughs> media instincts are kicking in and you got to just throw it back. Throttle down. I, I throttle do want to
1: talk about this white sauce because mm-hmm. I actually have never seen uh, white sauce barbecue before. I've
0: had a ton of white, white sauce and it's, it's for chicken. Like people yeah. serve with chicken tenders and it's generally a Midwest type thing.
1: This is also a first place winner, and it won first place white sauce by the same uh, barbecue contest. So that's, I'm excited. I've been trying to get Josh to eat boiled uh, chicken breast uh, all week. So <laughs> this might I think be it. <laughs> this might just do it.
0: What's the uh, Raisin Cane's, right? It's got their sauce. Mm-hmm. The white sauce is, is kind of more akin to that to me, at least the ones I've had. So. She's literally taking pictures right now. So there you go. Great. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't wait to the end of the podcast. I can. It's I'm so editing. exciting.
1: Uh, um, that was
0: awesome, man. Thank uh, you. Uh, thank you so much. The yeah, generosity a- is insane. The time that you took to coordinate. Someone who probably doesn't even listen to the podcast. Hey, just go record all these random people <laughs> say in Huntsville. And so... Now, you know, who knows? There, the whole there are a thing bunch of people
1: amazing. in Alabama and Texas thinking we in California are morons. Or they're thinking, this lady can't Huntsville.
0: read. This lady doesn't know how to read.
1: <laughs> and uh, thank God it was uh, recorded on the podcast, you correcting me to say Huntsville. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so, I blame so this all on, po- yes, oh, I you am are 100% responsible. Yeah, I'm going to blame the people at Boeing. They're the ones you're, that did this. There was somebody at Boeing. He's in on it. <laughs> Obviously. You got punked. I got punked by <laughs> Huntsville Boeing or Huntsville Boeing. Thank you, Huntsville Boeing.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, Rob signs off 73, Rob, KA5, GFL. Man, Rob, that's I am just yeah. floored by all of the effort.
0: Sorry to Thank the next you. emailer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got a tough act to follow here.
1: The next email, though, is titled Cow Patty. <laughs> so okay. I think we're in for a little bit mm-hmm. of a ride. <laughs> and this is from Greg. Leia and, um, damn, I know this. Oh, yeah, John. I mean, Josh. Yeah, that's it.
0: That's it. <laughs> Get it.
1: First-time emailer, I always forget till it's too late. I usually listen as you release them, but I have been behind lately. No excuse, just PTSD playing games with me. Oh, I'm sorry about oh, your man. PTSD.
0: Yeah, I, sorry about that, man.
1: Uh, I, well, I'm sorry you had to go through something that was yeah. tr- traumatic enough to give you PTSD. Anyways, you were talking about moose poop. And seem shocked what people did with it. I'm not. I am shocked that people throw poop at each other. This is.
0: (laughs) I'm not shocked.
1: (laughs) That's like when you go to the zoo and you're like, these chimps are throwing poop at it. I don't think it's chimps that do that, actually. Who is it? Not chimpanzees. Yes, orangutans.
0: I'm assuming chimps probably also do it. Okay. I don't think there's some chimp armistice in poop throwing.
1: And they're like, no, we're too dignified <laughs> for this. Okay. But those humans, they pick up the feces of other animals. And throw mm-hmm. it.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: Growing up in the country, usually winter and early spring, we used to throw cow poop at each other. Yeah. No, this is I'm I'm sorry. I I use manure in my garden mm-hmm. and it's you know, manure, you can't use fresh manure. It actually has to be like seasoned manure right. to to use it in your garden without burning the roots of your plants. a little
0: seasoned salt in there, a little garlic powder. No, it's like a year.
1: Oh. You have to wait a year. Oh, oh. <laughs> so the idea, I'm, I'm imagining this manure fresh. <laughs> no, it,
0: the subject line is the answer. It's cow patties. So they're like frisbee- Frisbees.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Catch a frisbee cow patty in the in the dome
1: greg says we'd wait until it was solid on the outside and then watch it explode as it hit the target
0: oh usually a younger sibling oh man i
1: it's you know our our boys are pretty close in age yeah so they do a lot of things to each other
0: yeah they bicker a lot
1: yeah i didn't grow up with a sibling close to my age my brother's like 10 years younger than me my sister's 16 years younger than me and you have a sister five years right but did you other than shooting her in the face with a
0: nerf i didn't shoot her oh okay. david shot her yes yeah, and then to that my dad story. got mad and broke yeah. my bow
1: yeah stick to that story it's
0: the nerf bone arrow kit.
1: sure uh-huh but did you mess with your sister I I, I I can't imagine shelby messing with you like at all
0: no shelby no yeah <laughs> She's an angel. Yes. I am the demon.
1: <laughs> Shelby literally looks like an angel. <laughs> yes. She has naturally platinum blonde hair. Yes. Yeah. She is. Um, if you've ever been to Disneyland and you saw a very beautiful blonde conductor or engineer, mm-hmm. over if you happen to
0: be uh, a rail fan, yeah, and you fell in love with an engineer, <laughs> that was probably my sister. Yeah. At, she also
1: has done the steam engine uh, engineering over at the
0: steam engine engineering yeah. on the Mark Twain.
1: Yeah, on the Mark mm-hmm. Twain. So. Which that
0: is a cool engine. I that that one's really cool because you can walk up and watch her work the whole thing. Yeah, like right there, which is a lot of fun.
1: That's how we visit her when we go to
0: Disneyland. We just take our <laughs> mint juleps and go sit down after we uh, we uh, you know add a little bit of something something to them.
1: The kids get so excited. they're like, that's my aunt. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, man, I remember her starting at Disneyland. She started at the wheelhouse, which is not connected to anything. Mm-hmm. It's the you know control operators right. kind of like the helmsman of the river boat. But you're just there to like watch everything to make sure you know somebody right. like, jump into the, the water or one of the little paddle boats gets in the way or you know gets sucked up into the paddle wheel. That would be a bad day.
1: Yes. <laughs> so uh, I think actually you have a video somewhere on your channel of us going to oh, visit yeah. her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, Shelby would never do anything to you. I can't actually imagine that your parents would let you mess with Shelby. That she must be protected at all cost. Has to be I gave her end. a
0: bloody nose a couple of times. <gasps> no, you didn't. We used to do this thing where we would take a sock and put it in another sock. And then just whack each other with it. <laughs> but I kind of would go a little hard sometimes. And I cracked her in the nose a couple of times and it, it bled.
1: A couple of times? You did it once and you were like, I'm going to play really this game I was really into again.
0: this sock game. <laughs> I was really into it.
1: How far apart was the sock to nose situation? What do you mean? Like how many times? You said... At, at least a couple times. Mm-hmm. So how much time passed between nose bloodying?
0: Uh, a couple of months, I guess. I don't know. So yeah.
1: you had forgotten that you had bloodied her nose and then went for No, I knew
0: it. I did. Wow. That's, I wasn't trying. To uh, it's such a. It's, the nose. it's literally
1: one of the most frustrating parts of dealing with two young boys. Mm-hmm. Is the amount of fighting they get into? Yes. And because I, never, I also never grew up with it. Yeah, so I'm not. like, this is completely outlandish. You should not be acting this way. And now Greg is telling me that people...
0: We used to throw a poop, poop at each other. Yeah. <laughs> solid. We liked it when they're they were moist inside.
1: They waited until it was solid on the outside. And then it would explode on
0: So that's, them. it's premeditated bickering is what it is. Because you got to wait <laughs> for the perfect consistency. you got to get a good crust on the, the poop before you start really engaging in the shenanigans.
1: um, uh, You know what? I owe the boys an apology.
0: (laughs) It's just, you know what? Charlotte just pooped in the backyard. Okay, can you go ahead and use that? (laughs) Let it get a good crust. Greg
1: continues, on another note, if John, I mean Josh, (laughs) doesn't want to eat that egg, which I feel he needs to, to Uh, balance things out again, you do. And you know what? Josh will not bring home this egg no he is going to wait for me to do it so really once it's here josh will be a man of his word and and go through and eat this egg uh, i know it i know, don't don't doubt him it, it will happen but Greg i've got to be in the
0: right i've got i feel like i've got to have the right amount of hunger not too hungry Okay. And then be in the right mindset. Because we got to do a whole video and thing. It's going to be like classic mukbang style.
1: I... You should definitely do this with the kids. Ben will eat it, no problem. Ben will eat it. Yeah.
0: Edison will not.
1: Edison will say, this is yucky. And then we'll offend our Filipino friends for mm-hmm. sure. So maybe just the mukbang with Ben.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe.
1: But Greg has another idea. Get him to eat a prairie oyster Having an oyster, uh, having had an oyster, it sounds like it's a little more mild compared to the egg. No. A a prairie oyster is testicle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I feel the same about both of them. Really? Really? Maybe a little bit. The balut is a little bit more. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: What's funny is, uh, if you go to, uh, a Chinese market, mm-hmm. like a ranch ninety nine or something, you can get frozen um cow penis well bull penis, right? Okay. And that is actually a very common thing to buy if you are um having challenges in the bedroom.
0: <laughs> to eat though. Yes. <laughs> But you're the one that made it about <laughs> challenges in the bedroom.
1: You just would not believe how long these things are. It's just like that can't, that can't be one bull penis. It's this
0: ancient Chinese remedy where you each get one and then you wrestle each other about the face with it. And the first one that gets the bloody nose wins. I think you put it in the bedroom challenge.
1: <laughs> you put it in an herbal soup, I think. It, it was,
0: a, it was this weird You know we we had American gladiators. Okay. It was like the Chinese gladiators. They would just have the bull penis. No. No. Oh.
1: No. No. Mm -mm. No. Mm. But I bet I could make a dish for you with bull penis, and you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't. I
0: think. Bull peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) Bull peanuts.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, Greg signs off. That's
0: another delicacy from the South. <laughs> Boiled peanuts.
1: Boiled peanuts is... I actually saw a picture today of uh, peanuts, being, yeah. like ground um, nuts being harvested. Mm-hmm. And one plant produces a ton of peanuts. Yeah. I, I'm i thinking maybe next year my goal is... The
0: year of the peanut. <laughs>
1: I'm going to do a PB and J from scratch. <laughs> I'm gonna You're grow, gonna
0: plant the peanut bush.
1: I'm gonna plant peanuts. Uh huh. I'm gonna pl- plant grapes, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna make jelly and mm-hmm. peanut butter, and oh. then I'm gonna make bread.
0: It's a good thing you aren't more interested in uh, peanut butter and honey sandwiches.
1: <laughs> you won't let me get a get a hive, so we don't. Come on. I would just put it like on the corner of the property near at the park near where you park your car
0: yeah <laughs> that's the only place right where i go I to get go. The, the garage the, the trash cans yeah which just is where like, everything goes
1: right right by that section yeah yeah you know but you don't get out on that side I don't get out on that side yeah you can yeah. just
0: it's ex- just only once a week couple times a week <laughs> i gotta go by there for the trash cans so you're sold then this is excellent. You know what's funny is, like, I'm on board with everything you want to do. I want to get goats. I want to get chickens. I want to get bees. I just know the size of the lot we're on. I understand sure. the difficulties that we have, the realities of the of what where we live. I'm just going to keep not cramming reward. it in. They're all, we're, we're going to get sued from <laughs> here until we must then leave the state and actually move <laughs> into a farm. So, I mean, I... We're just hastening our exodus of california i guess you i
1: know. was really excited about farm life until watching clarkton's farm I,
0: I have to say i don't know if jeremy is like purposely acting like he doesn't understand because he is doing that a little bit like a lot of that stuff i knew what most of that stuff was without having to be told what it was and i'm sure there's much more complexity to all of it but i was kind of like Really, Jeremy? I feel like you would know this. You didn't know that goats would be more expensive than a lawnmower? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course I did. I- I'm saying how all the equipment works. Like he was surprised by th- the equipment. Like he didn't check the hitching or anything like that. It was just kind of like, I bought this thing you know what right. mean? fair enough it was he fun did buy explaining a lamborghini you. it was fun tractor. explaining lamborghini to leia yeah. that lamborghini is actually a tractor company started as a tractor company
1: that's hard to wrap my mind around and he
0: got so pissed off of the quality of a ferrari he bought that he was like i could do this better
1: <laughs> so he started making supercars supercars and tractors that's a yeah
0: those are bookends of uh motor motoring i guess
1: Greg signs off. Anyway, thanks for everything you two do. Definitely loving every minute. Thank, thank you, you for your email, Greg. And thank you for that education on um, how siblings interact. Yes. That's <laughs> the next email is titled, would you like, oh, this is the last email.
0: You have now reached the last email.
1: Would you like a piece of pie? And it's P I instead of P I E. Okay. And this is from Nathan. Oh, congratulations, nature. Nathan!
0: Uh, Back on top.
1: That's <laughs> to the Huntsville, Huntsville heretics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you know awesome. that if you plug in and unplug a Raspberry Pi often without the right procedure? You can corrupt the SD card. Yes, I kind of did know, but somehow did it anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, there, there's a reason why you can shut down your computer via the you know process of shutting it down. It mm-hmm. is still a computer. You got to shut it down. You can't mm-hmm. just yank the power out of it.
1: I was trying to do the build a pie by Cam for ACK. Yeah, yeah. I got the Raspberry Pi today in the mail, and mm-hmm. I purchased the SD card separately at Walmart. Okay. I flashed the correct OS to the micro SD card Mm -hmm. and put it into the Pi. The instructions say to plug it directly into your network and look for it in devices in your network. Okay. If you have the IP address, you can SSH into it and finish setup and connect it to your Wi-Fi. Kind of. I didn't see it on the network. Uh, So I looked... The situation up, and apparently if you already have a device on the network called Raspberry Pi, it sometimes doesn't show up, or so I thought. Okay. My father uses a Pi for what is called a Pi Hole, mm-hmm. which is a device to send all Locked those ad. pesky ads around your web pages you visit to the Pi Hole, thus blocking them from your network. It works great. Unfortunately, he left it called Raspberry Pi. Mm. I then had to try to connect a micro HDMI cable to visually set up off network. Okay. Long story, a tiny bit shorter, the Pi couldn't read the SD card once it connected up a screen. I think I corrupted it. Back to Walmart for a different card.
0: No, just reflash it. Format and reflash it. It doesn't kill the card. It kills the image.
1: Okay. Lastly, wow, Rob, that is the best contribution to the podcast I have heard.
0: <laughs>
1: what work you had to put in. Jeez. It was quite a production. The ham. Fit for a podcast producer. What a ham.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just amazing. Well because well for, for a, a, a few emails, for mm-hmm. a couple weeks there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Nathan was just eerily on point right just down to kind of like the time frames we were recording in it was pretty impressive yeah and now I the magic is gone Nathan (laughs) I know that you're colluding with Rob so it's not as wow
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's still pretty wow
1: After all this praise, I really hope Josh was able to play those files Rob sent.
0: I was. And so the files worked out perfectly. It was the care package, which I don't, Rob didn't even mention that in email. That was something we just talked about. And the only reason that I got it today was because I had to drive the truck to work. And so it was a bit later getting out because I was trying to get my car um, out of the dealership or the service bay. And I stopped by the post office. Mm. I just happened to stop by and I was like, oh my God, the PO box was stuffed. Like we got something from K6ARK. He sent stickers. Amazing. Adam, those are going on the fridge for sure. Thank you for that. Got a couple of QSL cards. I've got a video coming out soon. I've got to work on it. Uh, My new QSL card hack that Speeds up my entire life of QSLing like to an insane degree. Oh right! It is the it is the best thing. I'm so excited to to bring this out. It's not like it's super secret squirrel information, but um, for me it works perfectly. So yeah, just awesome. Rob just absolutely killed it.
1: Excellent. So Nathan continues. Well, anyway, thanks for the podcast you bestow on us each week. I will strive to be a member of the 1X crew, or at least the 1.2X, which is what I feel everyone should speak at. When I got down from 1.2 to 1X, you talk so slow. All right, I'm going to try to say this as slowly as possible. It's like you are putting thought into what you are saying. (laughs) By the way, my One X crew shirt is almost here, so I guess I must listen to it at that speed now. <laughs> just, just,
0: just tell yourself this is actually how we're talking.
1: Yes, <laughs> seventy-three K one M A Z Nathan, supporter nice. of ham radio, current reader of Dune, and all-around weirdo in Southern Vermont.
0: Current reader of Dune. Okay, I'm curious how far he's in the uh, down the rabbit hole.
1: Thank you so much, Nathan. Do you
0: think if podcasts ever take off and like everybody starts listening to podcasts that eventually it will make everyone start speaking faster because everybody starts running podcasts at like 1.25 or 1.5 speed?
1: I think TikTok makes people talk faster. Because it? For Oh, because while they're trying there, to cram it all in yeah, in 30 you've gotta, seconds. You've gotta, oh, I got unlocked.
0: I've got three minutes now.
1: A minute to three yeah. minutes. But see, even if you have three minute videos unlocked on TikTok, mm-hmm. you still have to really get to the point as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Because there is nothing TikTokers hate more than just sitting through an entire video all for the buildup.
0: They nope. don't care about that. I'll up. tell you exactly what they hate more than that. Hmm. Follow me for part two.
1: Oh, part twos are the worst. (laughs) There were literally TikTok accounts because at that time the videos were only a minute long. Mm -hmm. So everybody was doing these part twos, part threes and parts fours to kind of string people along, Mm -hmm. especially people who were telling stories like
0: um, complicated stories, right? Like multiple people, like true crime
1: story. stories, <laughs> yes. and they're like, "Why is there a part two? It's like, well, there was a lot that went into this case. This it's like
0: literally over the course of five years, right? Got a minute,
1: and then there were all of these TikTokers that ended up going to these multi-parted videos and goes, uh, "I I watch so you don't have to." end part twos and they would succinctly take
0: everything it those, was the cliff notes of yes, podcast or of of TikTok? of a
1: multi-part oh, and goodness. there were multiple accounts that did this oh
0: my god that's like that movie um be kind rewind i don't which remember that. we need to watch that with the kids Ooh. so be kind rewind i think jack black's in it it's about people that um work at a video store okay and they accidentally erase all the vhs tapes so they recreate all the VHS tapes like home movie style.
1: How do they accidentally? I
0: it's some stupid movie trope. It doesn't matter, but they ran recreate like with Star Wars.
1: A, a magnet or?
0: <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Um, I, I don't remember, but they recreate all these classic VHS videos like home movie style. <laughs> so it's shot like with cardboard sets and stuff like that. It's super cute. Uh, it's it's a good movie. It's, a, it's an actual, very good movie.
1: Um, well, I think Jack Block's very funny, so
0: he's hit or miss for me. My favorite for me is still high fidelity.
1: So the still one
0: of my favorite movies.:
1: The new thing on TikTok is if you're taking too long to build up your story because you have three minutes unlocked, they get really upset.:
0: You get a red hat, or what is the emoji they use?:
1: Blue cap for a liar.:
0: I know that, but yeah. they got to have a, a, a new emoji, right?
1: So I watched this video. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that it was some sandstone that's supposed to have um, a fossil inside. And the video was them cracking this thing. Oh, open. no. But they don't speed it up. And it's just the slow <laughs> cracking all the way around. It's actual
0: archaeology stuff. And like we're t- showing you real archaeology day. Come along. It's really exciting. It's
1: ding, 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 it ding. It is. Ding, it was that for two minutes and 50 seconds and then when it opens up there's nothing inside people are so angry
0: <laughs> i love it
1: I, I went to the comments just to see how angry everybody was
0: i was just gonna be a troglobite or whatever troglodyte troglodyte what do they call those little things troglodyte right
1: yeah i think so trilobite
0: trilobite i think that's what yeah it is.
1: okay well, thank you so much, Nathan, and thank you, uh, thank you, Rob, thank you to all of the emailers. Trilobite, is that what it is? Trial, <laughs> you're
0: still stuck on this. I need to go find it.
1: We really appreciate the emails because yeah, it, is. it makes the podcast feel so interactive. Like it feels like we're sitting down talking to talking to everybody and uh, kind of like a live stream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so troglodyte okay a person who lived in a cave <laughs> so if you crack an open sandstone and a person that lived in a cave rolls out all right uh, that's a troglodyte
1: okay so <laughs> that there. did not happen nothing popped out of this thing
0: yeah i don't think that human remains have existed long enough for the fossilization process to actually occur so you can't really stumble upon like a human fossil
1: uh right because now there's still kind of remains
0: Right, and they they haven't been encased in rock. S- the sediment has not fallen right. upon them. Right, there hasn't been massive only ice, crust upheaval where they get covered in um, sediment that actually has the pro the, the chemical reaction that will replace organic material with rock or minerals in this case.
1: Anyway, I don't think mankind. I am will. not an archaeologist. I will. I don't think mankind will survive to <laughs> uncover. Early man's uh, no, it's just gonna be fossils. like
0: aliens. Yeah, gonna be a bunch That's- of xenomorphs running around with little hammers, going ding, ding, ding. ding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and their and their version of TikTok is even angrier. <laughs> it's
0: just <laughs> with the little mouth thing shooting out, and the mouth thing dances when it comes out. Does a little dance.
1: At some point, I think that cell phones are going to be able to do that thing where um, it creates like a three D. A 3D image out of your phone screen, right?
0: Because in You're China... You're talking about augmented reality?
1: N- is that like a, it, no. where it?
0: Like it lifts out of the screen, yes. like out of the screen that yes. you can see?
1: Yeah. In China... You can do that
0: now. You just need like plastic pieces.
1: There was this really amazing ad mm-hmm. that looked like it was a billboard that dropped. Okay. And it was... Uh, it was for a robot guy, and I swear you're gonna make fun of me when, when I fi- when I find it to show you.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna go. This is fake.
1: No, 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 no. You're gonna make fun of me because I should definitely know the name of this
0: robot guy. Robot guy. He's. Can you he's describe like the robot of the, guy?
1: He's of the Mega Man. might be Mega Man.
0: Is he blue?
1: Uh, I. I Does maybe? he have a
0: cannon on his arm?
1: I don't know. Anyways, so so the, so the the billboard mm-hmm. actually drops, okay. but it, it doesn't drop. It's just making it look like it drops. And then it looks like the robot guy is coming out of the building that the, that the billboard was on.
0: I feel like you could probably describe this robot man better than you've described it. It's got,
1: he's got like pointy red stuff. And he's, i want to say he's more gray silvery.
0: Is this a Gundam? Is it a no? Nex- it's like a,
1: it's like an oh, yeah, kind of like a, um, but not like as detailed as Gundam. I, I'm just gonna have to show you. Okay. And and when I find it, I'll I'll People post it. People are freaking the- out. <laughs> right now. They're, like,
0: and- they're screaming at the podcast <laughs> names of robots. Is it Johnny Five? Is it Johnny Five?
1: <laughs> it's, I have seen this robot. That's before, a real robot, and I think it was for a, a movie release in. um mm
0: um it's uh um it's the jaegers it's the one the guy from uh the ain't the motorcycle gang what oh god it's pacific rim pacific rim it's because the chinese had their own robot in the pacific rim
1: okay i'm gonna Did it have look three arms pacific no he's a very friendly looking robot
0: Uh oh i got really excited yeah <laughs> ultra boy
1: I'm gonna. Wait, cause oh, I keep, Ultra Boy! Maybe. I keep saying like
0: Japanese. These are Japanese robots, but he said it's Chinese.
1: Um, Ultra Boy. Let me. I mean,
0: Ultra Boy is a robot, but he looks like a boy.
1: No, no, it's a it's a robot.
0: <laughs> I'm really stuck on this. Yeah.
1: You're, okay. Let's let's move on. I'll I will find can't, it I can't. and not Everybody will <laughs> will have the answer. <laughs> If I can ever find the TikTok, Ben was asking me to go find this TikTok he had seen. Uh-huh. And, uh, like he had watched it with me right. and he wanted me to go back to it. And I was like, no, that's not how TikTok works.
0: No. And and then once you get that weird bug where it just loses your place and then it, like, yeah. it's gone forever.
1: And I'm like, TikTok is like you have a handful of marbles and you're looking at the marbles and then you decide that you're going to drop your handful of marbles into a bucket of marbles. <laughs> it's not a cat,
0: right? Let me see. 3D billboard image of giant cat draws attention. In, oh, it's Tokyo. It's not. It, no, it was, it was in China. China.
1: Yeah. Mm. I'm pretty sure that are, you, you're just going to keep looking for this. I, <laughs>
0: I'm I'm like, I'm stuck, man.
1: But a- anyways, I think that uh, phones will eventually be able to do that. And then you can have a real angry reaction. <laughs> like <laughs> instead of reading comments, it's just
0: people's It's just a middle finger just yeah. comes out of your phone. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: That's all this. It's just a big dong. It's a big bull penis. It just comes out of your phone.
1: What?
0: I mean, w- it, imagine where this could go. This is like hologram technology that you're talking about at this point, right? It's true.
1: Uh Oh, maybe it's not for a movie. I found it. It's a 3D billboard in China. Okay. Oh, they have one where like a ship that looks like the the Enterprise is coming out of a building. Here, i want to show you the though. most
0: Chinese. That's that's that is... not what I'm talking about. Okay, well, can but... you show me the robot? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've gotta so find that's find it. Okay, so that is the same thing I was hitting. I thought that's Tokyo. It's said
1: Tokyo. No, that's in Chengdu, China.
0: Oh my god, I know this is good pod. We're telling you guys, but I'm I'm really stuck on this.
1: Yeah, you I can't
0: hit me with like robots that I know. Like, you're implying that I know about this robot.
1: Yeah, because I've seen the robot before. Oh,
0: my God. And it's got red things.
1: Like, little red pointy things coming out of it. And I think it has some blue accents. And then, like, is, like, gray metal colored. And then he he kneels down on one knee and looks like he's coming out of the building.
0: <laughs> Let's move on. I need you to find it. I need you to find I it. I can't. I can't. Not right now. You found the one thing? How much harder can you have? Oh, my God. Okay, Leia, it's time to do the question (laughs) test. Go ahead. Let's fire those bad boys off while I Google feverishly for this stupid (laughs) robot.
1: I'm pretty sure that the caption said it was for a movie promotion. So. (laughs) What?
0: Okay. I don't know. I'm losing my mind.
1: All right. Well. I am on question 17 of 35 of my second or third general practice round.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Um, The first question is What makes HF scatter signals often sound distorted? Okay. A, the E region is not present. B, the ionospheric layer involved is unstable. C, ground waves are absorbing much of the signal. D, energy is scattered up into the skip zone through several different radio wave paths. I would say B, the ionospheric layer is unstable. Wow, that is wrong. Mm -hmm. D, energy is scattered into the skip zone through several different radio wave paths.
0: Right. So it's distorted.
1: But is the ionospheric layer not unstable?
0: Not necessarily. It could be. It it can be. It can be unstable, but not necessarily unstable.
1: This is... Okay, so what in this question am I not understanding? What makes HF scatter signals often sound distorted? The ionospheric layer being unstable could not be one of the answers because that makes sense to me
0: it just wouldn't you you wouldn't be able to transmit anywhere if it was unstable all right versus if you okay if you're if you're firing off your rf in all directions right Mm -hmm. it's going to hit different parts of the world at different places and that energy is not necessarily being radiated in full power in any one direction, so you know it, it, it's it's. What what was specifically the issue? They said that it looked what, it, or that sounded distorted. Distorted. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just. Okay. Propagation. The skip.
1: The next question reads. What of the following is an advantage of a receiver DSP IF filter as compared to an analog filter?
0: Mm, Good question. They threw an acronym at you that you don't even know. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. To me, DSP is Delta Sigma Pi.
0: No, it's, it's digital signal processing.
1: Okay. All right. A, a wide range of filter bandwidths and shapes can be created. B, mixing products are greatly reduced. C, fewer digital components are required. D, the DSP filter is much more effective at VHF frequencies. Okay, so I think it's either C or D. C being fewer digital components are required, or D... The DSP filter is much more effective at VHF frequencies, but I'm going to go with D. And that's wrong. None of my guesses were right. Is it A? A, a wide range of filter bandwidths and shapes can be created.
0: So I'm simplifying this incredibly, but... So
1: what does DSP-IF filter mean again?
0: It's digital digital signal signal. processing, meaning... And what's IF filter? uh, Intermittent frequency. Okay. So... The digital signal processing is, when you hear the term digital, I want you to kind of like cram in your brain that they're talking about some kind of computing, Okay. some kind of algorithm is being ran. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily need to be a computer. It's probably something called an FPGA, which is a field programmable gate array. Somebody's going to correct me on that. I think I'm wrong. Array. I think it's array. Could be assembly. Either way. It's, Josh, it's, it's computer feel, logic. I'm,
1: I'm starting to feel like you're not very good at the general test.
0: Well, hear me. <laughs> out. It, it, it's computer logic in that it, if it's just code, it allows you for all these different computations and algorithms to how to process the, uh, the incoming signal. If it was discrete analog, you would have to have very specific filters, physical filters, Oh. in the board that would have different size ability and different capabilities of how so it processes. So in digital,
1: it's a software answer Correct. to a, uh, what was previously done with multiple physical components.
0: Correct, yes. So when you see DSP or digital or references to that, that's what it's talking about.
1: Okay, so the digital allows for any range of filter bandwidths. To be made.
0: Not necessarily any, but assume way more than its analog counterparts.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: It could if it's a software defined radio. All right. Then in that case, yes, that could be user definable. Okay. Which is good.
1: The next question reads Which of the following is an advantage of a horizontally polarized as compared to a vertically polarized HF antenna? A, lower radiation resistance. B. Shorter radials. C. Lower ground reflection losses. D. Lower feed point impedance. What are the answers again? The first one. A. Lower radiation resistance. Okay. I
0: don't think it's that. Um... <laughs> I I don't either, by the way, but I'm trying not to give you... Shorter radials,
1: lower ground reflection losses, or lower feed point impedance. I want to go with D. It's C, lower ground reflection losses, which makes sense, I guess, because it's horizontal versus vertical. Okay. It's not that a one's a tough way. one.
0: That one you just kind of have to know. A lot of the questions you're getting are like the ones where you kind of have to know the terms and know the acronyms. No, I should have it. been
1: able to logic into low ground reflection losses because it's horizontal versus vertical.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: The next question reads I'll What is that. a practical way to avoid harmful interference? on an apparently clear frequency before calling CQ on CW or phone. A, send a QSY on CW or if using phone, announce the frequency is in use, then give your call sign and listen for a response. B, send the letter V in Morse code several times and listen for a response or say test several times and listen for a response. C, send QRL on CW followed by your call sign, or if using phone, ask if the frequency is in use followed by your call sign. D, listen for two minutes before calling CQ. What would be considered harmful interference?
0: Uh, Getting in the way of a communication contact that's already happening.
1: Okay. Um, I want to say it's mm-hmm. CQRL and ask if the frequency is in use. Okay. And I'm leaning that way mainly because that's the only one who is that's defining that you need to follow it with your call sign.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Because I know you have to
0: do that. Oh, interesting. That's a okay.
1: Uh, but you could also listen before calling CQ. Yo,
0: is there anybody on here? <laughs> Get off my frequency! I'm tuning up.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with C, and that is correct.
0: Good job. Way to, that was that was good logicking right there with the call <laughs> sign. That was that was good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Your logic's your way right through it.
1: The next question reads, which of the following amateur radio bands is restricted to communication only on specific channels oh. rather than frequency ranges?
0: Mm-hmm. If you don't know this, you don't know this. Like it's
1: A, 11 meters, B, 30 meters, C, 12 meters, or D, 60 meters.
0: Well we're gonna talk about this one after you're done.
1: Mm, I'm I'm gonna go with twelve meters. It's sixty
2: meters. It's sixty,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is that my fifth question? it, it is, but let's okay. hold on this one for a second. So first eleven meters is uh, C B. Right. So you could just say Right. That's not that. Thirty meters is Morse code only, but we have a frequency range that we can operate in. Mm-hmm. 60 meters we are a secondary user on 60 meters the primary user being the um, united states government you can basically say like the military or department of defense or whatever they're the primary users mm-hmm. and they it's channelized there's literal frequency very limited frequency channels that you can operate the, that that um, band on but i'm told that there are actually a decent amount of activity out there so it's actually not that bad of a band so if you're interested in trying something out 60 meters is always pretty cool but um, you, you do have to play play by the rules. So, yeah, Leia, good job. Thank you. I, you got uh, some tough questions this week.
1: <laughs> as, uh, as I knocked on wood to avoid, but now you know superstitions don't work.
0: No, <laughs> they don't work. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you for st- sticking to it and keep fighting the good fight of the general test. Okay, so that means we're going to the main show topic. But I do want to mention first and foremost again that I am going to be in Huntsville. 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 I will be at the Huntsville Ham Fest and I hope to see y'all. I will be running around doing video as much as I can. I've lined up some people to talk to, do some interviews and that fun stuff. And actually, what I want to do. And for those of you that walk up to me, I'm going to ask you, do you want to be on camera? Because I'm going to ask you what your favorite parts of the show have been and what you found. Ooh. If you go to the market, you know, if you go to the swap, because the flea market or, you know, the, the ham swap area is your favorite in part the floor. of
1: the ham fest, not of your show.
0: Yeah, yeah, of the ham fest. <laughs>
1: that's,
0: that's what I mean, of course. The ham fast.
1: That'd be super narcissistic. The hey, swap meet, what do you like about my content? <laughs> enough talking about
0: you. Let's talk about me.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, Josh, I do not recommend this. <laughs>
0: mm, yes. So the swap meet is on the show floor. It's all indoors. Oh, that's good for the all swap air meet. conditioned, all all done. So I'm gonna be I hope they have good ventilation all over that swap meet. I'm so excited to get out there and see what kind of cool deals are out there. I'm, I'm very I am excited.
1: not excited for that,
0: but I want everybody to like, <laughs> they find me and they're like, dude, check out what I got. And then I'm going to say, okay, hang on to that excitement. Wait till I get my camera out <laughs> and, and start videoing you. So, you know, everybody out there that, that has a something cool they came up on, definitely come share it. Cause I'm, I'm going to put it on video. Also, the uh, This is the last week to get in on the Ham Nation 500th episode giveaway. So if you have not done that, there will be a link in the show notes. There's a link on the last Ham Nation episode. There's a link on the last live stream I did on uh, for HRCC. And this weekend, on Saturday, I will mention it again. We are giving away an ICOM IC705, an AH705 tuner, and an LC192 backpack to put it all in. So you can literally run out with a couple of links of wire and get up on the air really quickly. So definitely make sure you get it on that. Because the last time I looked, there was only 1,100 people on it right now.
1: Wow, Icom is being super generous.
0: Yeah, they are. I mean, and I am a newcomer to hosting Ham Nation. It, it barely started for me in January, but this is like that's a big a giveaway. Decade? They, yeah. They've been doing this for ten years. Five hundred episodes. Oh, I know. That's insane. That that is like Ham Nation truly was
1: the original ham radio.
0: Like video content. content. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I, I just I'm I'm so honored to be able to to host it for everybody and give it kind of a home the best home I can give it, um, you know I'm not I'm not the best parent but I try. <laughs> it's a yeah, lot the, of fun.
1: But, oh, you are. I'm hosting it, so it's kind of like. Did you call yourself a parent? I would say that Ham Nation's well, actually Bob Hiles' baby.
0: <laughs> you're you're just a bonus. Well, dad. he named it. He named.
1: It. Yeah, you're you're like bonus dad.
0: You're I'm like a babysitter. <laughs> but babysitter sounds so like not permanent.
1: No, you're a bonus dad.
0: A bonus a bonus dad. Oh, yeah. I don't like that type It's it's
1: like um that's what they call uh step parents.
0: I'm the cool dad. <laughs> Bob's pretty cool. This, Actually, I don't know how I could ever say I'm the cool dad against Bob Heil who hung out with like rock stars. Absolutely not. <laughs> not even against Leo Laporte. He makes <laughs> he makes the organ look cool, <laughs> which is like, how does one do that exactly? So, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm honored. I do get involved in the giveaway. It is straight up just a giveaway. Man, we will ha- ship it. You hosting
1: you, Ham Nation. It's so humbling. It,
0: it is wild yes. for me. Every time I do it, I'm like... How? I to screw up? How, how did, I did this hear? happen? How did? How did? <laughs> why does anybody trust me with the keys to this thing? It reminds me of like Ferris Bueller's Day Off with with the the friend who's like yeah. panicking constantly about the Ferrari. Cameron. That's what I feel like. You I feel, feel like, like Cameron. Cameron. I feel like Cameron. Wow. That like we're gonna kick the Ferrari outside the the building and does have that it make, crash.
1: Does that make Amanda Alden Ferris?
0: <laughs> I guess or Dawn.
1: Oh yeah, Don, Don too. be fair, Yeah,
0: yeah that would be fun. Give him a little sweater vest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about Gordo though?
0: I mean, how many characters are in a Ferris Bueller's Day off? I've run it out.
1: There's the sister. Who's the... Oh, who's the sister? And then there's the principal.
0: The principal gets beat up pretty bad though. The <laughs> yeah. whole thing. I I can't really assign characters anymore. There, there's no good answers at this point. Just two buddies, really. It's just no. We're we're gonna stop at that one. I think I'm good. I think I'm I'm not
1: gonna. I'm not gonna show the kids Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Please don't. (laughs) They really internalize some things.
0: Yeah, they figured out
1: your password.
0: That and it wasn't even Ben. It was Edison.
1: The little five-year-old, five-year-old, like, like, what? Like it was hard. So I think that's pretty. He was like, "It was so easy. You just did it right in front of me. You
0: just <laughs> the I mean, things that come out of his mouth. I'm like, Man, what was it? The password for? I have to watch you like a hawk. You are just. A bottle of trouble. What, but what was it a password for? I didn't set it. It was on Netflix. Oh, yes. Okay, I set the passwords well, on Netflix. this whole thing, he's like, I can watch Forge and Fire anytime I want now. Ha! <laughs> and, then, and then and then you said you were going to change the password. No, but but that's not even the thing that I'm the most concerned about.
1: Oh, I was. He, I, no, no, no. Because no, you said you were going to change the password. And he goes, I'll just watch you put it in again.
0: No, that's, <laughs> again that's not that concerning to me. He says to his brother, I will tell you the password if you give me the ice cream that you have left over from the ice cream that mommy bought. <laughs> so he's profiting off of his ill-gotten gains. That to me is the concerning part, Leia.
1: It's like he's a criminal
0: mind. And then I, I was like, Edison, you can't profit off of something you're not supposed to know. That's That's bad. That's Yeah. And I'm like, he's five. I'm not going to get into morals and ethics with him at this point. You
1: should absolutely get into morals and ethics. Yes, right
0: and wrong at the five-year-old level. But he just went like full criminal. He went like boss baby criminal mastermind. (laughs) And I'm like, dog, we were just, I'm just barely trying to get you to put the toilet seat up at this point. (laughs) And you're over here looking at passwords and and working side deals. Like, what's going on? And then
1: I was like, Edison, what's my phone number?
0: (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't know it. He's like, I'm a street kid, man. I'm going to La Mirada.
1: From the streets. (laughs) But Ben had my phone number memorized at, I want to say, age three or four.
0: Yeah, he like literally saved himself. (laughs) Well,
1: no, he didn't. He could have just stayed at the playground. (laughs)
0: That's true. Maybe he really wanted to test it. He's kind of that kind of kid. Yeah, He would do that just to see if it would work okay and then the last comment cruise talk still going forward with cruise talk so we will have more information shortly on who to contact for those that want to go on the cruise we mentioned it on the podcast maybe a little early because obviously the planning is still not done to the point Mm -hmm. that we can like share with everybody but um it's gonna go out to everybody on the live stream we're gonna talk to everybody on video and stuff and, and let everybody know how to get involved and I'm actually again,
1: really excited to meet everybody in person. I am person. really
0: excited, particularly now that we have access to, like, many different room options mm-hmm. to make it affordable for many people.
1: But, I mean, I'm excited to meet, like, HRCC members. I'm also excited to meet their wives.
0: Hopefully. Yeah. You I know? Mean, yeah, 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 for sure. But, I mean, if you break Imagine it down. Imagine
1: taking your wife on a cruise. And at the end of the cruise, she now likes ham radio. Oh. <laughs>
0: Everybody's asking themselves, how do I get my spouse involved with ham radio? Bring him on the cruise. <laughs> you won't know until so you we- try.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because so many people are like, how did you get your wife, Leo? Why did you let him?
0: <laughs> nice starting a it's podcast.
1: Like, and you know what? La- I, I will I will go to the cruise and I will say things like it's so great that they're into ham radio rather than gambling all their money away. We just rather than going s- out,
0: give all our money away to buy radios.
1: <laughs> Isn't it great how how much they think about the family and stay emergency
0: prepared? So Leah, <laughs> I may have to like break into the ham tactical account and make you a shirt that says ham radio wingman (laughs) and just give it to you because that's literally what you're saying It's like yeah he's a great guy you should like totally go on a date with him he's (laughs) such a good guy he's got a car 1996 honda civic it's very reliable (laughs) (laughs) that's what you're doing right now for ham radio
1: (laughs) and then the kids like, our kids will be like, ham radio is so cool. Come check this out, guys. <laughs> I'll think, yay, ham
0: radio. You just point Edison's mind at, like, Morse code. I'm like, Edison, I don't want you to... Or just we should talk about it without him, like, knowing he's in the room. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know if... Edison I don't, shouldn't. He should learn, Morse code, learn Morse, code. Morse code. It's like a Because we won't be able language. to understand him. Yeah. It'll be like a language that, that only he knew. And he can
1: communicate to so many people. It's just so sneaky. It's so sneaky.
0: <laughs> and then it, like literally he's got a little green plastic ring hat on hammering out Morse code in his bedroom. And I'm like, I knew it. It's crazy like a fox. That's how you parent right there.
1: That's terrible. That's, I don't want him to be sneaky.
0: He's so sneaky, though. Man, he's sneaky. Anyway. All right. So, show topic today. Show topic today actually came about... Um, I had another topic that I was going to talk about. This topic came about from my drive to today. Yeah, because
1: when we recorded yesterday, you teased a totally different
2: topic.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So... This is a two-part episode, obviously, uh, (laughs) that we recorded on two days. I had to change the whole thing up because of what happened on the way to work. So I'm driving to work, and I'm listening to a repeater that I don't often listen to. But I was scanning, and during my scanning, I hit this repeater where there was all this kerchunking going on. Do you know what kerchunking is, Leah? No. Kerchunking is where you take your radio, and you key it up, and then you let it go on a repeater the repeater activates stops activating and then does its courtesy tone most repeaters have like a little or, a ch or you're something you're not supposed to do that no <laughs> not generally and this guy is just kerchunking the hell out of the repeater you never just said anything constantly just ker-ch- just driving down the road just kerchunking it i don't know what he was today doing. it was today And so no,
1: I said, was it me today? No,
0: well, I had the car, so no. And then somebody gets on, and they start talking about, and he's like, you know, this is this is disrespectful. Uh, You know, I don't understand why you're doing this. You think he was doing it on purpose? The person kerchunking yeah. was absolutely doing it on purpose. How
1: can you tell if it's somebody's doing it on purpose versus... This is this is like my worst fear, actually. Well, because then that the individual... That I'm just individual. a total noob and like doing something wrong and then people think I'm maliciously doing it. So
0: if you kerchunk every once in a while to see if the repeater replies back to you with a courtesy tone, I, nobody's going to get upset about that. I'm talking this guy did it like 50 times in sh- very short order. He was just doing this like just squeezing the PTT and letting it go over and over and over and over okay so the topic is dealing with lids and jammers right so this comes up on repeaters because getting on repeaters is actually not that difficult in you're the saying of
1: non-government radio. jammers
0: yeah like literally just <laughs> right not not Cuban government jammers people who are literally just taking their radio and using the power it has, or the ability to get onto the repeater, to not ID themselves—you don't know if they have a call sign. You don't even know if they're a ham, and just co- cause malicious interference, harmful interference. But that's—that's that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, what if it's somebody who was told they can listen on their bao fang. Listen, yes. And the and. I know you're not supposed to touch the key. I was working on my
0: grip strength, dog. The
1: the key is a little bit irresistible.
0: But that's why we made the video with Modern Rug that said 1.5 million people can push this button, but I can't because they're not licensed.
1: Right. But what if people think that you can push the button and as long as you don't say anything, it's okay.
0: That's not okay, because you're still transmitting. Right, right. The radio's still transmitting. Sure. This individual, somebody
1: bowfang off the shelf. This
0: individual knew exactly what he was doing, because he was actually starting to like voice in jabs Oh. at the people talking to him.
1: What was he saying? I need more detail. Give me the full rundown.
0: <coughs> I didn't expect you to ask me for the play-by-play. I should yeah. have recorded it, because it was... I
1: need the play-by-play. F- uh, it was
0: crazy. So the guy's kerchunking a lot, and... A couple of things that that immediately leap to mind is that this individual had more power than everyone else because there's something called the capture effect. The capture effect is on on VHF, particularly FM, when you key down and you have the most power, you have the conch, to, to use a Lord of the Flies reference. If anyone lower power than you, they can't talk over you. The one with the most power... Is the one that is hurt. You
1: have now inspired me,
0: really, to get the most power. (laughs) Oh, we'll put a yagi on the roof. It's a yagi. The trick is a yagi, a rotatable yagi, like a sixteen-element two-meter. The step
1: IR won't. No, that's for
0: HF. It only goes to six meters. Mm. Two-meter elements are like that big. Okay, six meters is much bigger. So this individual obviously had the power. And so he was just kerchunking over people that were trying to talk to him. And every time he was doing it, like it was like, uh, why are you do it? Please stop. Do it. Like, like that kind of thing. Just, okay. just, and he knew it. He was just walking all over him. At some point, the man who was responding was so frustrated that he started dropping like Bible verses about how. What? this guy's a sinner and he's gonna Whoa. burn he's gonna be cold like in the bible it is jesus built the first super heterodyne receiver no I'm, I'm, I'm kidding of course
1: no but i mean is there
0: is, no, no there is a patron saint of ham radio by the way what yeah there is i'll look it up while you
1: wait yeah. wait wait okay so you fill I, the time i i don't i'm not familiar enough with Bible verses, like the, the only studying I've done of the Bible is for, um, references to literature, Okay, right? Because I'm Buddhist. Mm -hmm. So, but, and I have huge respect for people who who
0: Maximilian Kolbe is the, uh, patron saint of ham radio operators.
1: What, what made him the patron saint of, to be a saint, don't you have to make a huge sacrifice?
0: Yeah. You have to become a martyr. (laughs) Generally.
1: and how did he sacrifice for ham radio? Uh,
0: was a Polish Catholic priest and conventual Franciscan friar who volunteered to die in place of a stranger in the German the German death camp of Auschwitz. Wow. So pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that's that's up there. He had been active in promoting the Venetian and Immaculate Virgin Mary. Founded the Super vi- uh, Visery or Vising. What the, does it have to do right, with ham radio? Founding and—I'm getting there. Oh. And—and—let me finish. Founding and supervising the monastery of—I can't pronounce that—near Warsaw, operating an amateur radio station as SP3RN, and founding and running several several other organizations and publications. Huh. Pretty badass guy, okay, so— as my non-religious self, I have to say, that's a that's a pretty good saint to have <laughs> back in ham radio operators. That's pretty cool. I, I just,
1: I don't understand what jamming has to do with sinning. Like, what was the Bible verse he referenced that...
0: Oh, hell, I didn't record all this stuff. Uh, I, I, I did not record. I was not prepared for this to happen. I just saw this all unfold under me, and I was like, man, this is crazy. I got to talk about this on the podcast. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. You've got somebody who's doing shenanigans on a repeater. So the topic is dealing with those people. What's the first rule of dealing with these people? Leah, could you, so you have somebody who is not giving their call sign. Mm -hmm. Think of them as like a petulant child. They're an adult, but they're behaving like a petulant child Mm -hmm. on a repeater. They're anonymous to you. They don't know who you are. You, you default
1: do? to attachment parroting and kill them with kindness.
0: <laughs> okay. The general answer is do not engage. Oh. <laughs> Just stop transmitting on the repeater. Hopefully they get bored and move on. And they move on to another repeater that oh, has that's more activity. Right. Spin the dial. Just spin the dial. Um, or in the case of. Riley Hollinsworth always says, you know, spin the big dial. And move on. And so that's the first thing is they want to get a rise out of you. They want you to respond. They are looking for something to do. They're probably bored. Maybe this is making a lot of assumptions at this point. Maybe upset with their life that they're just like, this is what I'm going to do for fun. Hopefully they'll just move on after enough time. If you're not responding and no one else responding and they're just like, this is not the repeater for me to hassle Mm. people.
1: right? So you play possum.
0: You play possum. Yeah. Okay, good.
1: Repeater's dead.
0: Find something to do. (laughs) Find something else to do. Get on HF. Go on Simplex. Talk to people on Simplex. I've had lids and people get on two meter Simplex and hassle my QSO that I'm doing on two meter Simplex. Both of us just happen to have more power or better signal to each other that that person could not even interfere with us. It was fine. (coughs) But still, it's a thing that can happen. So... Don't go on a tirade. Don't shame the person or call the person out. Don't do that because that's just going to make them think that this is my new home of shenanigans. This is where I'm going to go. I love this This place. This is now my number one memory uh, load on this radio. This is the best for My
1: troll battery is getting charged.
0: In this case, I would argue that the use of scripture was probably something that just hastened that whole thing of him thinking no this is my new place this is it
1: it definitely helped this it helped solve the problem find find god for sure did it okay yeah okay
0: yeah so so what if you get to the point that you've just had enough that you're you're this person won't leave the repeater and everyone not just you has had it okay the first thing you need to do is get familiar with what inverse frequencies are The inverse frequency is the transmit frequency for your repeater. Most of the time when you're looking at your radio and you've programmed it, you're looking at one of two things. The name of the repeater that you gave for the memory location, or the frequency that you're listening on. When you key the radio, it likely has a positive or negative step right, that the inversion that you're going to do, you're transmitting on a lower frequency or a higher frequency. So what you need to do if there's somebody that is constantly on the the repeater jamming is you need to start listening on the transmit frequency for the repeater. Don't listen to the receive frequency on the repeater. Hmm. Okay, You need to listen on the input frequency, which is different from the receive frequency. I've said this multiple times now. I hope everybody understands. And what you need to do is if you don't hear the jammer on the input frequency, that means you're not hearing them simplex, meaning they are far away from you or further away than your station can hear them. So this is when the consorted effort of hams comes together and you work with the other hams that use the repeater, hopefully not on the repeater. You get access to to them via email or something. Hopefully you've already worked this out before. You have contact information for Mm -hmm. these individuals. And everybody starts monitoring the repeater on the inverse frequency when the jammer is transmitting. So when Bob Bobertson in Corona, California says, I hear him on the input frequency, that means that that person that's transmitting is close enough that he can hear them not through the repeater. Hmm. So proximity-wise, Bob Obertson is closer than everyone else that uses the repeater because repeaters have a, usually a massive footprint, particularly in Southern California. Okay, so that's the first thing, is you have to be able to do that to make any of this start to work. So let's continue the example of Corona, California. Okay, great. So now the the direction finding can begin, and that's where literally a some hams that have some time to make this happen, break out the Yagi antennas on that input frequency and they start trying to DF our friend, the jammer. And direction mm. finding is radio triangulation. Mm-hmm. And that is where you're going to stand in one place basically with a receiver. It doesn't have to be a transmitter. It could even be a Baofeng, it doesn't matter. It just needs to be able to hear the transmitting station. And you hold that Yagi out right in front of you, horizontal to the ground, and you rotate 360 degrees until the jammer is at its maximum receive strength. The best way to do this is with a radio that has an actual signal strength meter that you can see how many bars, how strong that signal is. But you can also use the audio strength in your ears, right? Because it's gonna get better as you get closer and, and right on the point. If you hear him standing in a location so you gps yourself and you're like i'm standing on the corner of so and so you put a little x on your location and you draw a line in the direction where that signal strength is the strongest and if at the same time you have two or three other hands doing the same thing separated by a couple of miles or or more um in you know a circular pattern around kind of where you think this guy might be and they all draw lines you will start to be able to increase or, or decrease that circle around the individual. Hmm. If you do this enough times and this person is transmitting enough, and, and again, this is a lot of luck, and a lot of people, you have watched any movie with spies that are like, are you tapping the phone? I know that if I talk to you for exactly 59 seconds, you can't get a lock on me. <laughs> well, a hammer is the same way. If they're not transmitting, we can't triangulate them.
1: Why does Liam Neeson's not do a took-in movie
0: with ham radio? He should have. He should have known about ham radio. Right? Not all these just burner phones. Like, come on. That
1: should be a part of his special set of skills. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a no-brainer.
0: Absolutely. You need to and tweet Liam older... Neeson's uh, right now. I
1: don't think
0: he wants to hear from me. I don't think he wants to hear from me about ham radio.
1: <sighs> That's, it's a failure
0: really is it yeah Yeah. i I think i think a lot of movies could have like a a little tension point over radio absolutely i mean they already do it with cell phones and radio yeah they but but radio gives a little bit more intimacy i feel because it's like these are little radio stations talking to each other they're not talking through like a service provider
1: it would be the same thing like hints that you hear on a party line
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know Mm -hmm. and you're like wait I can connect the dots here.
0: Ham radio puzzle. This is literally a Fast and Furious trope. Like, that that could be the thing. It's like, we can't find them anywhere. They're not talking on phones. They're not on social media. How are they coordinating? Yeah. They're using ham radio.
1: Hear me out.
0: And I need that, like, "Ah!" Song that they play for all the Dom memes. Ham
1: radio. Yeah. Escape room. Yeah.
0: Oh, a ha- yeah. a, an escape room for hams?
1: Yes, mm. yes. I, you know what I'm saying. You, here is you're thinking.
0: Here is a, a a 7300 and a computer. You must transmit FT8 for this room to let you out. <laughs> and it's not set up at all. Go.
1: But it starts out. You're in a room mm-hmm. with just a ham radio. Okay. And then people are talking, right? Because the people who have made you captive, don't know that you oh, can so you're actually like here. That's what you are in an escape room. You're <laughs> you're trapped in a room.
0: When you put it that way, Leah, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I like where we're going with they this. They
1: don't know you have a ham radio So I smuggled
0: on you. a bao fang in my rectum.
1: And. Well, they didn't search <laughs> you before they threw you in the room.
0: Oh, you mean I didn't have to put the belfeg in my room? <laughs> it's just here on the table? I brought my own. No, I'm really serious about escape rooms. No, you don't. <laughs> the the I got a room, multimeter up here, too. It's a harbor Freight, so it's no big deal. The escape room is empty. Uh, okay. 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 You,
1: uh, uh, You didn't even know. But there was a ham radio on you. (laughs) I mean, you know, because you always carry a ham radio on you. Oh,
0: that is interesting. Yeah. But they don't know
1: that you can overhear their conversations over radio.
0: This is so good. Yeah. So the first thing, you know, when you go to an escape room, you you do this whole thing of like entering the room, right? And somebody, this docent or whatever is Mm -hmm. telling you, you got six minutes, blah, blah, blah. What if there's a second docent that clips a radio on somebody? Yes. And turns it on.
1: Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. And, no, and, and then... And then... And the room's empty, and they're like, okay, everybody go inside. You think it's And then empty. everybody's freaking out, and then all of a sudden it goes... Shh. Yeah. Okay, they're in the room. We got them locked in.
1: Yes, so you can overhear them.
0: Leia, but also, you are... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I'm getting goosebumps.
1: But also, if you access a certain frequency, right, and you... <laughs> And you issue either... Everybody get
0: that. Everybody's going to get that reference. A, well, a
1: string of Morse code oh, or a tone, it it pops something, it releases something in the room that opens like a compartment.
0: Well, you, you'd have to give them a little bit more tools like black lights and stuff like that for the frequency they need to dial into the radio.
1: Yeah, yeah. Leia? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Leia? Yes. This yeah. is... Sterling, if you're listening to this, this well, is Yoda camp all over it. This is Yoda Yoda gold. Not cougar gold. This is Yoda gold.
1: But at the end, your prize could be cougar gold. And then I would work doubly as hard.
0: (laughs) Please. This is such a good idea. This is such a good idea. We are getting emails on this next week. uh, For sure. Someone Uh will
1: also have a Morse code like card slipped in their
0: pocket or it's a black light thing it could be painted on the wall and sure on, for sure
1: S&P. yeah mm-hmm. then you've got to figure out how to use the morse code to transmit on the radio to do certain things
0: you could totally do this it, yeah. and it doesn't have to be a ham radio it could be like just a business radio it could be like the the wall says like whatever. channel four yeah channel Four, whatever
1: whatever And some moron on the radio goes, hope they don't know we go on in a break in 10 minutes. (laughs) You know?
0: Then I just sit there for 10 minutes just kerchunking the the frequency.
1: (laughs) Maybe the key is that you have to kerchunk so that somebody gets angry enough to respond to you. Yes.
0: Yeah. This is also good. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I like it. I like it. So you're saying is... They give you radio, mm-hmm. and then you have to find a frequency that is a repeater, mm-hmm. and you have to piss off local hands and yes. within uh-huh. 10 minutes. For
1: them to triangulate to, you. To
0: drive yes. over
1: uh-huh.
0: and then get you out of the escape room. Yes. To beat you. D- there you go. To put a pin through your antenna. Yes. <laughs> this is also good. This is also a success. Either way, this is good. Actually, what the escape room is... is- <laughs> It's an empty room. There's a spool of wire. And the first thing you do is just start assembling an antenna. Yes. And then like 18 hands just pull doors, <laughs> the door down. And I'm like, you're doing it all wrong. Let me tell you how you're going to fix this thing. Where's your antenna analyzer? You don't know what you're doing. Come on. What band are you trying to put this on?
1: It could just be an escape room. I I, I don't even see a radio in here. All all of the, everything to make it an antenna and a radio.
0: It's just, it's just somebody's kit. They're like, I'm just, I just don't like building kits. (laughs) These assholes pay to do this.
1: And then at the end, they build the kit and then you sell the kit. (laughs) You sell the completed kit. Now you you have
0: paid labor. And no, in in the title you say... Paid for or made by prisoners. <laughs> Please support their struggle. <laughs> all proceeds get put back into the prison.
1: You've got all these <laughs> you've got all these radio these pixies. <laughs> They've built just a bunch of pixies. And I could not
0: imagine speed soldering a pixie with five of my friends standing over my shoulder, like watching me do it.
1: I, I know that the Signal Stick uses volunteer labor to build the Signal Stick right. to fund hamstudy.org. Hamstudy.org, right. Yes. But instead, he could start an escape room. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: You need to diversify. That's really what we're trying to say.
1: They can pay you to assemble the
0: antenna. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's a like, like. This just looks like a lab. Like there's soldering irons an and three D printers. Room. <laughs> and then the victory. It just says that the antenna has to be under 1.1 SWR. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean?
1: A part of the escape room is suddenly on the wall videos of ham radio crash cars
0: there's just an arrl handbook here and there's a a dog-eared page explaining what swr is am i in school am i back in school the yelp reviews will be amazing the yelp reviews are I exited the room and I had a a double E bachelor's degree. It was amazing. (laughs) I couldn't shave. Uh, I have a four foot beard.
1: I was given a spiral bound notebook and the random address of somebody I don't know.
0: And they said, all comments go to him.
1: (laughs) There was an addressed envelope.
0: I've been soldering for 65 days. Most of my muscle control is gone. So, I'm going to have to rip every sheet out of here aggressively.
1: <laughs> it's perforated, but I decided to ignore I per- the perfor- I
0: can't, I can't, I can't, I don't have the fine control to do that. Everything I know is is soldering iron at this point. All right, then. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where I'm at on the show topic at this point
1: uh jammers and lids yeah but
0: i mean like where exactly am i okay so you triangulated the station he got out of the, the escape room or maybe he's in the escape room still he's just been trying to get out this whole time this whole time and people are screaming in bible quotes at him
1: and then now you need to get on there and go tell me where you are are,
0: are you okay do you need help Have you tried turning the lights off and turn the black light on? What does the wall say?
1: Did they leave you a tape measure?
0: (laughs) There's usually a master lock in there somewhere. There's always a combination lock.
1: Have you flipped over all the past, uh, the postcards?
0: (laughs) I don't know who cuts up postcards the way they did but they're generally like a jigsaw puzzle <laughs> they're very articulate in how they cut them up it's weird i know but trust me we're gonna get you out of here <laughs> we're gonna get you out of here don't give up on me <laughs> wow
2: i did they not expect gotta, this to go this way Ooh.
0: they got a docent Doson's like I don't even know what's going on. You know what? That's Josh. He was here last week. He's on the top ten scoreboard. <laughs> he got like beat up really hard by that repeater owner. But dadgummit, he's on the top ten now.
1: He made them really mad.
0: <laughs> yeah. What a Chad.
1: We're still we're still repairing the door. <laughs>
0: It's more plaster than frame <laughs> at this point. Oh man! Okay, so well, you, the Bible you, verses, <laughs> dude. The Bible verses got me because I was like, "Whoa, they went there." He's burning at this point. Like, I didn't realize. Okay, anyway. So you 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 did the triangulation. You have somewhat found where they're at. So here's here's the really interesting thing about ham radio. Um, so most hams are kind of like me. Probably not wanting to get into a confrontation with the individual. So how do you, you found this person, how do you confront them? Like, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to say? There's a couple ways to go about this. You can knock on the door. There's definitely hands that have done that. And when they do that, they generally go with a couple people. It's not just themselves. And in the day and age that we have now, please record it. And oh, by the way, I hope through this whole journey, you've been recording the transmissions from the jammer. That is definitely something you should have been doing. Very important. The other thing you can do is send a letter or an email if you can figure out what their name is, because now you know where they live and who they are. The reason for all of this is... This is
1: literally more sneaky and more PI work than a woman who's trying to figure out if her husband or boyfriend is cheating
0: on her. hmm yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is a whole TikTok right here. This is a whole TikTok channel. We're, di- we're DFing a disgruntled ham today.
2: Follow for part two.
1: <laughs> and then I'll have to create a spin off channel <laughs> to, ke- <laughs> to put all of your parts together in one part. Right. Follow so that you never have to listen to a part two again.
0: <laughs> there you go. And it's just ham radio DF drama. Yes. That's it. That's the the name of the channel. Yeah, DF drama.
1: Yes, I mean I think that the ham radio the the TikTok crowd mm-hmm. may take DF differently than the ham radio crowd, <laughs> but that's fine.
0: okay. <laughs> So if you don't want to knock on doors, you know the address now, so you can send them a letter. And you should definitely also be putting this together. You should treat this—actually, I mean, Leia already kind of said it. You should treat this like a criminal case. You are doing an investigation. You are a ham radio operator. All this technology is in front of you. You should know how it works or generally are close to know how it works. Don't
1: let that dirty, rotten cheater get away with it. (laughs) That's right.
0: So record all the conversations. Make sure you lock all that stuff down. You got it in the books because you are going to create an FCC complaint. That is still something hams can do, and you're going to have a mountain of information in the recordings that you can provide to the FCC. There are still FCC field operators. There are still enforcement officers. I know that they don't necessarily get involved in ham radio things too much these days, but... If you go through the process of doing the submission, you can then take that submission and forward it to the individual or print it out and put it in a letter and say, hey, look, we know it's you. We DF'd you. Here's you know, where we DF'd you from and this is the process we went through. We know it's you. So that's a big thing you can do. So hopefully that is something you can build upon if this is something that is to happen to you. But I know that for a lot of people that have experienced it, it's incredibly painful, annoying, frustrating, angering, all the things. But there is a lot of options you have to ham radio your way out of it. Because again, it's still a radio transmission. You can direction find it. Couple of things you need to add to your repertoire if you're gonna do this hardware wise. Consider having a radio that has an actual S meter display on it, that's gonna make your life a little bit better. Some that have actual spectrum displays are going to be even better, a 705, very expensive. You don't have to go down this road, but you could do even an SDR, a simple SDR dongle with a tablet. Shout out to this uh, Saturday's live stream. We're going to talk about stuff like this because you could use an SDR and a tablet to direction find for sure. You can record on that tablet. You can get peaking. You can get signal strength all off of that. Really good idea. You might also need an attenuator. A offset attenuator is going to help you significantly for direction finding because at some point, particularly if you're dealing with somebody that has a lot of power they're throwing down, which eh, at some point if they're throwing down a lot of power they're not gonna be that hard to find, but getting into a close proximity where you can see an antenna or you can see the station, you could probably walk up to the house without an, without an antenna on the radio no antenna on your handy talkie or whatever radio and and be able to pick up their transmission so you can pretty much get a really good idea of, of what they're doing. An attenuator's not going to help you at that point, by the way. Um, but with an attenuator, you're going to be able to knock down the signal strength significantly so that you can just focus it in on where you get any kind of activity, which is, again, really, really handy if you are using something that has a screen and a and a waterfall or a spectrum uh, band scope is going to be what you want because that's going to give you a ton of information as as you go through this whole process. So yeah, there's the uh, there's the topic for today with a little bit of a a divergence, which I think was good. <laughs> think this is a business opportunity. <laughs> this could be a franchise, really, if you think about it.
1: It's actually how um, it's the alternative
0: mm-hmm.
1: to studying online. You know, <laughs> there's just a you, technician at the, at the end, you, <laughs> at the, when you exit, there is the a The next VE room is the general team. book.
0: <laughs> no, the next, the next room, room, room is, is the VE extra VE book. Team. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> In the fourth room, there's a VE team there to, to do your, yeah, to exactly. take your test.
1: No, I think you should start with general and then you do a general escape room. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. that, That's the escape room.
1: Yeah. At the end of the escape room, mm-hmm. you exit to a VE team that's ready to get you your
0: license. Good. Yes. This is all just. This is it. This is turnkey. <laughs> this is the business right here. Find yourself a bowling alley that has a pizza banquet room set up in there.
1: Only if they already have a magic shop in there
0: yeah those are rare nowadays i only know (laughs) our favorite
1: our favorite magic shop is inside a bowling alley (laughs) literally yes and to get to the magic shop there's actually a very bizarre corridor
0: yeah it's a little weird like you can't get to it from outside you must go through the bowling alley yeah which cracks me up
1: yeah And the magician who runs that shop is a member of the Magic Castle, Mm -hmm. which is a very cool... uh, Johnny
0: Carson was a member. Yeah, it's Many things that actually are in the Magic Castle that are like antiquities of Hollywood days of yore are because of Johnny Carson, I think.
1: They mysteriously fell off the back of a truck.
0: Yeah, into the Magic (laughs) Castle, I think is the story.
1: So the Magic Castle is... A, um, It's a castle that is in a, a pretty pricey area of LA, actually. That real yeah. estate is worth a ton.
0: I mean, it's on a hill. Yeah. Anything that's like vertically up in that area is worth a lot.
1: But it's invite only. So mm-hmm. you literally have to know a magician that has access to the magic castle. Or
0: a member. I don't know that all members are magicians, but sure.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. And uh, so you go in mm-hmm. and it is this Hogwarts kind of building mm-hmm. with corridors and stairs and you go to different rooms and there are different magicians performing in each room. And because there are so many rooms, the crowds in each room tend to be relatively small. Right. So then you're interacting. It's with very the homey. Well, yeah.
0: Homey is the wrong word because nobody's home is like this. But at the same time, it is more intimate. I guess. Yeah, it is.
1: It is like Hogwarts meets the Winchester Mansion.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're painting a really good picture. That's a really good picture for the. the And there's
1: so many artifacts on the wall, from like different. And you have dinner there, of course. And there, and back when we went, there was a way to. If you mm-hmm. had dinner there and then you had your picture taken and paid for the picture, they gave you tickets to return. Mm. So it was a way to kind of make sure that you could keep coming back. Right. Um, some of the magician acts are kind of racy because yeah. it is a it is an evening event, right? And uh, you know, an evening experience, not an event, because it runs all the time,
0: right? Sundays. And they rotate. Yeah.
1: Sundays is kid friendly. Oh, okay. So you can do either brunch or dinner at the Magic Castle, but it's a phenomenal experience. If you're in Southern California, highly recommend Magic Castle. And if you don't know a magician, I think one of the very few ways you could do it is becoming a repeat customer.
0: I think you just at Brian Brushwood. <laughs> don't do that. No, don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> but there is a bowling alley in Westminster, California that has a magic shop inside it. And I haven't checked on it since the whole panoramic. So I don't even know if it's still oh, there.
0: Yeah, it's possible he's not. Wow, that would be wild if Oh, not that there.
1: would be devastating. Yeah. But we actually have a friend that is a mentalist who is now located. He used to be in Southern California and he's relocated to... Uh, Uh, New Orleans. Mm -hmm. I think he actually busks now sometimes. Well, uh, I
0: don't know. Again, I don't know what he's up to because of because of COVID. He,
1: um... He and his wife bought a place on Bourbon Street. And I think sometimes he just goes and set up, sets up a table on I mean, on why Bourbon would you not, Street. right? Why would you not? But he is the one who got us tickets to the Magic Castle the first time. And man, it was an amazing experience. My,
0: my favorite was, you got to fight your way to get to it. And we did, um, is at the very back end of the property is the W.C. Fields bar. Mm. Literally, W.C. Fields, the actor, his bar is the bar in the back bar of the Magic Castle. And I believe his pool table is also there, but you can't play on it. Wow, that was cool. That was pretty cool.
1: I can't, I really want to take the kids.
0: Oh, they would love it. Yeah, yeah, they would love it. And that's going to be fun. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, those are some hot tips. <laughs> Business ideas, <laughs> hot tips.
1: I drink a lot of this drink today. You pour I most am- of these
0: drinks, and you pour heavy, so.
1: I do. I am... Tipsy.
0: <laughs> and and you still did, I think, admirably well on the test, considering you got kind of a harder question set this sure. go around. You really sure. did. So I'm
1: not gonna blame it at all on tequila.
0: <laughs> okay. With that said, thank you all for listening to the podcast. We have a lot of fun making it, and the fact you listen and send us feedback. means a lot to us. If you haven't and you want to, drop us a like, a like, jeez,
2: a a five star on (laughs) iTunes
0: and drop us a review. We'll read it on the podcast. And if you've made it this far, allow us to play you out with that Huntsville song again. Thank you so much. 73.
1: 73.
2: It's Huntsville, Alabama. It's Huntsville with a T, it's Huntsville, Alabama, that's the way it will always be, but that T's not silent, Ooh. no siree, it's in the middle of the word for all to see, you can't just erase it, that's for show. Sure. Please don't say Hunsville round here no more. Please don't say Hunsville round here no more.
0: Thank you, everybody. Alabama! Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. See ya.